I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Well, Charles is not in charge of the casino. We've learned that. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We will work our way towards uh, Charles not being in charge. There was a an NBA signing that came down the barrel because we love signings uh, unless we don't. Isaiah Thomas, who at one point was on top of the basketball world. Isaiah Thomas, right? The water bug on the court running around doing his thing there for the Boston Celtics. Feel good story. Man, was he great for the Celtics. And then he got hurt. Then he got traded. The spiral of doom for Isaiah Thomas, which has now landed him with the Denver Nuggets. The news coming down a short time ago that Isaiah Thomas agrees to a one-year contract in Denver for the veteran minimum salary. And many people, many people are painting a picture of sadness for Isaiah Thomas that he is only getting the minimum salary for a player with his level of experience 
in the NBA. He's going to get about $2 million, I believe is the number that I saw going around, $2 million for Isaiah Thomas. And uh, this is not what the anticipation was. I have no, no uh, empathy for Isaiah Thomas because I would give my left big toe for $2 million, okay? I, I would give my left big toe to make $2 million. And let me tell you something else about Isaiah Thomas. He's in a really good spot with the Denver Nuggets because he is off the radar. Isaiah's got what I like to call foot and mouth disease, number one. And I like that. As a talk show host, I like foot and mouth disease. It's awesome. It's fantastic. But when you play for the Denver Nuggets, you get marginalized. This is not going to become a national story. Every time Isaiah Thomas makes a comment about one of his teammates on the Nuggets, it doesn't become this unreal story. It's a, it's a story in Denver, and it'll be talked about a little bit in Denver, you know, and not that the Nuggets get much play at all there, but that's a, it, it's a local story. He's on a, a team, also number two, which is going to provide him opportunities. He's better off in Denver than if he had stayed with the Lakers. Of course, we knew that was not in the equation there. But you're going to play with Nikola Jokic, who has been very good, and he got a big contract, so he's going to stick around in Denver. I'll tell you what, right now, if I, if I had 1000 bucks, and you said who's more likely to make the NBA playoffs in 2018-2019, would you take the Nuggets or the Lakers? I would take the Denver Nuggets, and I'll tell you why. they got a better roster. That's why. So, But Isaiah's going to be a backup, and guys get hurt in the NBA. There's a lot of Mr. Softies out there. They take time off. So Isaiah will have an opportunity. But the the other issue here is if you're talking about him getting paid, he's 29 years old now. He'll turn 30. It's a one-year contract. So essentially the clock is a ticking. If he's going to get paid, Isaiah Thomas, he's going to have to have that career renaissance here. I mean, this would be reasonable. If he goes out and sucks again, then that's it. I mean, you're not going to – You'd think, I assume, the, the NBA, but we, we see crazy as any things, but any well-reasoned NBA team is not going to pay Isaiah Thomas a multi-year, $100 million contract uh, past the age of 30. Like you, you could get in at 30. You could sign like a four-year contract. There'll be teams that would be open-minded to it, uh, but, but good luck on that. Isaiah Thomas now headed to the Denver Nuggets. But meanwhile, we got other stuff going on. I've been waiting all, all live-long day here to discuss – the Oak, retired NBA player from the bygone era, the 1980s, 1990s, Charles Oak, continuing to live life like he's in a sitcom. Uh, that's my man, Charles Oakley. Now, if you were not paying attention to the drama-rama around the Oak, we it has come to our attention. Now, this is odd. This happened several days ago, but it just came out ye- yesterday. Charles Oakley was arrested again in Sin City. Now, what did Charles Oakley do? Charles Oakley, the allegation is, tried to reduce a wager by taking the gambling chip off a table at a casino in Lost Wages, Nevada. How did that go? Cherry tops, police car, uh, mugshot, the whole package, which my man Charles is familiar with, officials from the Nevada Gaming Board claiming. That Charles Oak, who's only 54 years old, doesn't seem like Oak should be like 70 at this point. Charles Oakley, 54 years old, suspected of adding to or reducing his wager on a gambling game after the outcome was known. In this case, 
he had lost, but he thought, you know what, I, uh, second thought, I'm going to change that. Uh, the violation is described as an illegal attempt to commit or attempt to commit a fraudulent act in a gaming establishment. So Oakley arrested, booked. He's facing between one and six years in prison if convicted. I don't know if you've ever been to Nevada. I know we're on the radio there. That's the number one industry in the state of Nevada is gambling. So if you mess with the number one industry in the state of Nevada, they don't look too kindly on you. Uh, And the arrest happened at the Cosmopolitan. The Cosmo on July 8th. That's a chick hotel, man. My wife likes the Cosmopolitan because they got... They got like giant uh, high heel shoes, so you can take pictures with in the lobby when you walk around there, and like a big purse you can take pictures with when you walk around the lobby at the Cosmopolitan. Wasn't OJ also banned from the Cosmopolitan? Wasn't that one of the hotels they asked him not to go to anymore? Uh, I think so. So it is not known what game he was playing, but let's assume it was. What are the games you could likely pull the chip back? I'm going to go with either roulette. Uh, craps. I think craps probably was the game because you, you know if you've ever been around the craps table, there's some shenanigans, some reaching, some grabbing that goes on. Uh, according to TMZ, Oakley tried to take a $100 chip off the table once he realized this is not going to be a winner. Uh, so let's discuss. Now, on the Maller scale of stupidity, let's frame it this way. Maller scale of stupidity, 1 to 10, with 10 being, you see this story every once in a while, Guy carjacks someone and realizes it's a stick and doesn't know how to drive a stick. That would be a 10. Uh, on the Maller scale of stupidity, 1 to 10, Charles Oakley gets a 10 plus. A 10 plus on the Maller scale of stupidity. All right, now my thoughts on this. You've got Fort Knox, the rodeo, and altered mental state. And we will tie all this together. Now, number one, over the years, I have spent much time at the different gambling halls in Nevada and elsewhere. And I've also spent time at the Cosmopolitan. Not proud to admit that, but I've done my time at the Cosmo. Usually I'm more of an Aria guy, but they're next to each other. You walk out of the Aria, you go across, there's a walk. You walk over to the Cosmopolitan, uh, so be it. Uh, But there are cameras there, and in every other casino on the Strip, about every five feet, Charles Oakley would have had a better chance of robbing Fort Knox uh, than a Vegas casino. He would have. Uh, there, there are at least 2,000 surveillance cameras with high-resolution photography. And now, uh, from what I was reading earlier, there's actually 3,000 now. That they, There's uh, an estimate of 3,000 cameras at the Cosmopolitan uh, Hotel and Casino there in Las Wages, Nevada. And, and think about that. I mean, you think Oakley was completely oblivious to his surroundings? You know those little bubbles that are on the ceiling? Those are cameras. Uh, they're everywhere. And you know what? They got cameras that are discreet that you don't even see that blend into oh, the casino. No. To the to the decor of the casino. They're always watching. We are talking about 360-degree view cameras. Pinhole cameras. Right? They got cameras everywhere. Infrared cameras. License plate cameras. Everything's got a camera on it. All of that digitally recorded. They save it for at least a week. And, and Charles Oakley thought he could go in there and walk out with, you know, I, I take that bet back. You know, I mean, what, what, what the hell? Now, I will tell you, though, there is one caveat to all this. They don't have the manpower to watch every one of those monitors. They don't. So what they do is, they, you know, I was reading a story years ago about the uh, – 
the security at the airport's like in Israel. Uh, when you fly in there, they look at the way you answer questions and how you act, your body language. Right? They look at that. And so they don't monitor every camera. They can't do it, but they look for anomalies, people that are acting odd, strange, right? Body language, human behavior, and that's often how they catch the people that are cheating at casinos uh, in Vegas. Now, the second thing here, Charles Oakley, at this point in his 50s, is like a cartoon character. I mean, he really is, right? I mean, you think about recent Charles Oakley stories, dragged out of Madison Square Garden by eight or nine rent-a-cops, then being banned from MSG for life, and then they worked that out, or did they work that out, and now thinking that he could get away, possibly get away from you know, taking a bet back and no one would have a problem with that. I mean, it's unreal. Now, I have a sneaking suspicion here that this is not Charles Oakley's first rodeo in this kind of thing, that he has done this before. Um, and you're talking about a guy that was teammates with Michael Jordan and the, the legends of gambling on the road for the Chicago Bulls that when they went wheels up and they were flying around, it was, it was like a gambling hall, flying gambling hall for the Chicago Bulls with big money being wagered. Something tells me that Oakley has pulled this move in some backroom poker hall somewhere that he's had this happen. And I, I would think also that, that Charles Oakley might have been involved at some point in some three-card Monte somewhere along the way there, maybe back in the old CD days of Times Square uh, in New York. But not, you can't get away with that I mean, in Vegas. We know that. I mean, it's a 10-plus on the stupidity scale. It's also amazing that Oakley would be that worried about $100. Charles Oakley, who I, I granted he hasn't played professional basketball in a while, he has a net worth of at least twelve million dollars. You and I don't know how much of that's liquid, but if you have a net worth of twelve million dollars, and you're if you're that worried about money, why are you even betting a hundred dollars? Go to the uh, penny slots, lose your money there. Those are the big winners for the casinos anyway. What, do you, what kind of goober is going around like oh, I got worth twelve million, but I'm going to try to take a hundred dollars back? All right, last thing here. Charles Oakley likely, I'm sure he had plenty of grace and dignity when he changed his mind at the casino table. I'm sure he's like, yeah, let me just take that back. You know, Charles Oakley. Uh, now, is he actually going to jail? Are you going to ask me the question? Is, he, is Oakley going to jail? Of course not. Right? Charles Oakley has a high-priced attorney. Uh, the happens to be the same attorney that represents Julian Edelman and Harvey Weinstein. Uh, he has in the past. Alex Spiro, uh, who says this is not a significant matter. He expects it to be resolved quickly. I would think that the defense of Oakley, because it's on camera, how do you say you didn't do it? The defense would be something along the lines, well, I was in an altered mental state because of alcohol that you served me at the casino. Of course, this won't work. He's not going to be prosecuted, though. In effect, what's going to happen here? Let me tell you what's going to happen. Charles Oakley will pay a nominal donation to the Cosmopolitan Resort in Vegas to make this go away. He will send a check to the Cosmopolitan, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the video because you know the video will pop up. Harvey Levin's probably writing a check right now to buy the video. And uh, the question is, does Oakley get outlawed from the Cosmopolitan? Is Oakley going to be banned for life? Uh, I've heard stories of people, when you attempt to cheat a casino, you get caught and and you're banned from that casino chain for the rest you know, of, of time. Uh, that's it. So, anyway, it's the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia on this 
Danny G night on the show. Uh, it's Danny G's uh-oh. final show. We're Uh-oh. so excited that Danny's here, Eddie. It's uh, I'm, I'm so oh, you know usually no. in radio it's uh, it's a very complex industry. You don't get a final show normally. That's because, true. Usually it's just uh, it, well they're not here anymore. Yeah, it's, that's it. You, you, they make you vanish. Uh, it's Joseph Stalin like uh, tendencies. Now I've had C- that kind of like to back me. in the day if you cheated in a, a casino game in Vegas, they would just <laughs> take you out in the desert somewhere and leave you. Well, not- no, no, they take you underneath. All the movies have the same That's thing. Right. They take you underneath. Two guys with baseball bats, bloody knuckles, they head, head in the vice, kick your ass for a couple of hours, and you're sweaty <laughs> and bloody, and then they let you go on your way. Would Charles Oakley rather have had that happen? Probably, than, probably than the, not. Probably, yeah, because he's trying to check. He's got. He's got the money. It'll cost him more than the $100 he was trying to get back, though. I, I, I assure you. Well, we got a nice new mugshot. Very dignified picture of Charles Oakley in his mugshot. That's a good-looking mugshot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, if you, if you, we, we were going to have Danny G here, but Danny, uh, he became ill. And so well, he was, he was uh, out yesterday yeah. with an illness, and today we found out why he was ill. Well, I, I saw an update, though. Oh, really? We know. Yeah, I'm confused by the last update. Let's go to our medical expert here, Dr. Koopaloop. Koop, fill us in on this. <laughs> Koop's like, what? Who, me? <clears throat> well, you see, Ben, what happened here is... Yeah. No, I, I, am I even allowed to talk about this on over the air? Well, I don't know. He's, did he say we I, could I, talk? I asked him. Well, the initial it, analysis was incorrect. He's been tweeting, so maybe he already tweeted it out. I don't know. I'm not, I haven't been paying attention to Twitter here recently, but... Uh, See, I don't even know the latest then because you didn't get the you got the you must have gotten the latest. There's a very long message here that yeah, it was really long. I didn't read. I know. I didn't either. It was really long. (laughs) I didn't either. Too long. What is this all about? I I don't have time for this. All right, let me go read it now. Because I was like trying to. No, he's got. uh, Oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. No, let's let's point out here. Originally, the original message we got from Danny G before his final show was he was he was going in for surgery. That he needed his appendix taken out. Is that accurate? Am I right yes, so far? That's yes, that's what he said. All right, so that's what he said. He said we could talk about that. And then they went in and they did some tests, and I guess he doesn't need his appendix taken out, which is good, right? That's a good thing, yes? How many people, well, how many people listening know how many people know where their appendix is? Like, I know where mine is. Mine's, mine's been removed. What? Mine's gone. <laughs> what? No, what percentage of listeners know exactly where they're – it's somewhere in the middle. That's what they'll say, right? Somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Where all that it's stuff not, is. Yeah, it's yeah. not very specific, but sure. Well, it's between your shoulders and See. your uh, privates. How about that? Yeah. Am yes, I right? that, is, that would be accurate. All right, so the latest is, let me see here, there was a CAT scan, right? Oh, CT scan. Which, isn't that CAT scan? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. And uh, good news, bad news. Uh, so I guess he's got an infection. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they'll work on that. Well, they've got good doctors. They'll, I'm sure, I hope they'll be okay. Anyone want to add to that? Anyone want to touch up? That's, on that? that's we'll correct. just leave it at his, that. His plumbing is, uh, yeah, back backed up. No, it's not right. Um, well, he, he needs a. If you don't have good maintenance, uh, everything needs maintenance, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, hopefully he'll be uh, he'll be okay. So I'm sure they they'll give him some antibiotics. That's why Doctor Maller. Here's what I would do: just drug him, give him some antibiotics, and he. I would drink a lot of tequila. A lot of tequila. That's always a good idea. That's always a good idea. I'm assuming they're giving him cases of water to drink. Is it my, you think I'm accurate on that? So is it fair? Ivy, to, I, yeah. I, I just I've just read the entire text. Okay. Yeah. Is it fair to say that his job had something to do with his situation related injury? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Uh, well, that's certainly intimated that that was the case uh, from that 
that particular mess. So the doctor asked him about bathroom breaks at work. And then yeah. he said, what bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, note to everyone, yeah. I, I, we are all dedicated to our job, but there are times when we you know, can step away quickly, uh, hopefully, if the yeah. bathroom's working. Sometimes it isn't here. But, well, uh, you know what they need to do is they need to- Don't add, hold it, is what well, I'm saying. A, the bathroom's a long run from where Danny sits. So what they should do is they should add like a porta potty oh. in the hallway. Right? Right yeah. across uh, there. That'd be good. Some sort of uh, Wizenator technology that they could uh, use for him? Well, the Wizenator, as you know, Eddie, was a uh, secret phallus yes. that was hidden to, what was that, Ontario Smith? Was That's that right, guys? yes. Oh, one of the greats. Ontario Smith, a Vikings legend. That was one of yeah. my favorite stories, Eddie, the yeah. Wizenator. He had some Look it up. clean urine stashed away. Yeah, very valuable in the, in the, in the, in the uh, uh, fake phallus. Fa- yeah. yeah. That he uh, he had there. All right, he doesn't need that, but he he may need something uh, like that that could that's, help him out. It's a good point. All right, we'll take your calls here eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Now, what do you value here? Actions or words? Actions or words? We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow your host, Ben Maller, on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your friendly second banana. Uh, I am at Eddie on Fox. Little taste. And I'm live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's Ben Maller. Well, we talked a lot about Charles Oakley. It seems everyone's got a gambling tale to tell, including Rob in Vegas. Now, Rob is a proud P1 member of the Maller Militia and also a professional gambler. That's what he does. He's a gambler. That's his gig in Vegas. He's a poker player. In Vegas. He makes a living playing poker in Vegas. Now, this is what Rob sent. I'm sure there's no sarcasm in this at all. He said, Ben, let me fill in the blanks for you and debunk most of what's been reported in this Charles Oakley story. Rob in Vegas says, myself, Charles Oakley, and OJ were playing high-limit blackjack at the Uh-oh. Cosmo, he said. Sure, sure that's completely completely true. Uh, he says, Oakley, no. Oakley was simply trying to tip the dealer from the previous hand, the tape doesn't lie. I've seen it, he said, Rob. This is a PR stunt so from Rob in Vegas. Completely believable. Uh, Lamont says that Charles Oakley incident in Vegas is just a misunderstanding. He was doing research for Ocean's 34, the movie. Yeah, that was one of the better scenes in Ocean's 11 when they went over what happens when you try to leave a casino, how many feet you make it, and then... Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Why not? Uh, all right, let's see. A lot of people giving out bathroom advice here. A lot of that. A lot of uh, interesting things coming in. In fact, we have more of that. Let's go to the phones right now. DNP David in Oregon is next on Fox Sports Radio. And first, hello, DNP David. Hey Ben, uh, great to talk to you. Um, and hello, I'm uh, a three-year listener. First time caller. Wow, three. He waited three years to pop his cherry, and now here he is. Isn't it great? And I meet, I listen to your guy's show almost every night. Wow, I sold man. my house in Portland in September of 2015 and cut cable, and I only had radio left. I have three hometowns: Philadelphia, KC, 
and Portland. So I was listening to the Royals when they were good and making their run for the World Series back then. Yeah. And I started listening to your show, and I love it, and I love some of the characters. See, but maybe how you, I can help out the whole staff. Now, you don't need – I just want to point out that you don't need television. This is another endorsement for radio. So you don't need television. Your life is fine, right? You cut you cut the cord. My wife's trying to get me to cut the cord. Yeah, She wants me to get rid of the, the – uh, we, we pay – No. We could buy a car with the amount of money I pay direct TV every month. And I am tempted. I gotta t- I'm not going to lie. I am tempted to just uh, – you know, cut the cord and just see what happens and do the Netflix thing. And I, I can Sunday ticket. Well, I'm well, going to give you some health you advice. The, the, uh, ben, the online because, thing. Yeah. Oh, you have health advice. Go ahead. Yes, David. Well, one of the health advice for you and for all of us is let's cut the cord and just listen to radio. It makes our brains fresh and smart. We've yeah. got to create the image in our minds, and you do a great job at that. That is right. That's um, a theater of the mind. Yes, It's absolutely. a theater of the mind. Yes. And out here, it's, it's great theater. Um, also, um, I, I, I live in Oregon and I started listening to the tail end of Jeannie and Medford. And I know she was kind of your honorary doctor and health professional. Um, I have driven to San Francisco a couple times. My daughter moved down there and I go through the, to stop to the in and out in Medford. I do a shout out to Jeannie. Um, but she served the role as a doctor. So I was thinking maybe, uh, if you need some help on advice, I'm a DNP, which means a doctor nurse practitioner. Oh, uh, look at that. So, See, I thought you just didn't play. I thought did not play. Coach's decision. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, DNP, uh, yeah, yeah. that could be it as well. Yeah, but in this possibly, profession, yeah. I'm a nurse doctor, so that's kind of a funny kind of a joke thing. And so we yeah. had some t- talking about Tan- Danny G. Yeah. I can give some pointers on that. Okay. And also, yeah. um, I'm kind of a pain specialist. So when we get into the pain time, I can help out on how many Viking it takes for you to uh, – Survive a concussion. Well, or listen, like that. we love, we love, and, and I've always pointed out you need to get the average listener needs to get their medical advice from overnight radio. You need, you need that absolutely. Well, I'm all for it. You seem like a good guy, so you're more than welcome. If we need any medical advice, there we will, we'll call you Doctor Dave. All right, all right, okay. Thank you. Bob. Uh, all right, well, I'm hanging up on you now. But uh, but thank you. It's not you. It's like I have a hard. I was about to blow him up. Clock, yeah. Roberto's got he's got a quick trigger finger. Well, we will go. We have a celebrity, uh, a celebrity. We're going to get to here. I have no idea who's call. Who could possibly be calling in? You know, I don't do guess. I don't believe in guess. I think that's lazy radio. But I we will we will do that. Now this isn't the guy that I had mentioned earlier, is it? Well, you'll find out. Ooh. I'm not going to say anything more than that. All right. As someone is on the warm line, as we call it. We will find out who that mystery person is. We'll get to that right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's get you caught up on the latest with Eddie Garcia. Eddie. Well, well, Ben, let's get you caught up on what's going on in Major League Baseball. And the Red Sox made it 10 wins in a row with a 6-4 victory over the Blue Jays. Mookie Betts with a big grand slam home run for Boston as they still lead New York by three and a half games atop the AL East. The Yankees did keep pace with a 7-4 victory over the AL Central leading Indians. Phillies move on top in the NL East. A half came up on Atlanta thanks to a 5-4 victory over the Orioles. The Braves had the night off. The Diamondbacks lose to the Rockies 5-1 while the Dodgers beat the Padres 3-2 LA for the first time this season takes over sole possession of first place in the NL West. They're a half game up on Arizona. Brewers lose to the Pirates 6-3, so Milwaukee's lead in the NL Central is down to one game on Idle Chicago. Astros fall to the A's 6-4, and the Mariners lose to the Angels 11-2, so Houston still has a three-game lead on Seattle atop the AL West. News from the NBA, where free agent guard Isaiah Thomas has reportedly agreed on a one-year $2 million deal. 
with the Denver Nuggets. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, the ex-girlfriend of Buffalo Bill star running back LaShawn McCoy, who was assaulted in a home invasion robbery, said in a 911 call that was released that her ex set her up. That was the quote. Now, she never called McCoy by name in the call, but insinuated that he was involved in the assault. And we remember that uh, police and the NFL are still looking into the allegation yeah. against LaShawn McCoy. It's a shady story is what it is. Oh, but hey, we, uh, we will have more on that, Eddie, later because there is... Let me tell you something. There is a little bit of good news for LaShawn McCoy. It's not all bad news. There's a sliver, a sliver of hope for Shady McCoy. And I'll explain uh, later. But you really have to take a leap of faith to get there. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And uh, it's Danny G's last show without Danny G Radio. We're doing his final show without him. Uh, We've decided to do it anyway. And uh, let's go now to the celebrity hotline. We welcome in... From a hospital somewhere in Burbank, California, Danny G Radio. Look at that. Unbelievable. How did we get him? What if she's a nurse who's 5'10 and has a batonka <laughs> How are the nurses in Burbank, Danny? Everything good? How's the scenery there? You know what? I'm telling you, there's six to seven nurses who probably party after they get off their ship. Oh, good for that. That's right. Love to hear that. It makes, the, it makes the stay more enjoyable, Danny. You, you, you can just tell. And one of them keeps coming in and she, with a syringe thing, and she keeps putting it in my IV to give me more drugs. Yeah. So I know So I know she parties. <laughs> So so what? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I guess we can ask you if you want to give out your yeah. Med- you your sounded medical. you sounded like a. I I, I put the iHeart app on. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I you know I purposely missed part of your monologue, but I listened to the end of it, uh, oh, okay. where you brought the crew in. That's the best part. How dare you? And uh, How dare yeah, you? yeah. I I, I, dis- I disagree. And Roberto <laughs> now. Um, yeah, this is that medication you're on, Danny. That's doing it here. So, oh, it, yeah. you know what? Actually, Ben, that's a good point. Had I had this kind of medication, I could listen to any monologue that you ever did, including anti-Laker propaganda. Oh, that's on my list. That's coming up later. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Yes, I bet, absolutely. I bet it is. Yeah. Bet it is. But, a, lot, a, lot of inf- yeah. a lot of infighting there for the Lakers. But anyway, yes. So, Danny, so <laughs> sure. your, this is your last show. It's great to see you here, Danny. I'm looking uh, right across the, board, the glass at you. You look this beautiful. Is truly, yeah. This is truly the curse of the Benbino. In the four years that I've got to work with you, I never really got to use sick days. And then on my final show... Not only is it a sick day, but I'm sitting here with IVs plugged into my arm. So good job by you. Wow. Now, horrible, horrible, and really bad. Now Coop told me <laughs> Coop told me off the air he knows some self medication techniques that he can, he can hook you up with. You'll be you'll feel great. You will not feel and anything at all. So. You said plumbing. That made it sound like it was some lower intestinal thing. It's actually uh, it's good because they didn't have to slice me open and take an appendix, but. Yeah. It's unfortunately a pretty bad kidney problem. Ah, so okay. so that's that's why they're flushing me out with all these IVs and you the drugs. You got to drink more beer, man. Yeah, so Roberto, <laughs> you got to take care of uh the pee breaks, man. I know that we're stuck there at the equipment. I, but I, uh 
I drink plenty of beer on when I'm not working, so I don't have any. Well, well, good news also I, because of this, Danny. What I've decided, I've made a corporate decision here. We're going to give Roberto one of these giant uh, Slurpee cups, and he'll <laughs> use that if he needs to go. So uh, only can, the best. Uh, yeah, exactly. One of those oversized one, cups. One to drink out of and one to tinkle in. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, it goes in one end, out the other. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so you're, they're, well, are, you, are they giving you like antibiotics or something like that, or just, they're yeah, just yeah? So they're yeah. they're they're rotating between the flushes, uh, the the medicine, and the uh, antibiotics. Yeah, and hope hopefully I'll be out of here in the morning. You got kidney stones? No, no, I don't. Think no, 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 it's a kidney infection, and so that's that's why there was such pain and. Uh, that's also why my MD misdiagnosed it earlier today, thinking it was an appendix because of a high fever yeah. and the pain that was in my hip and lower back. Well, so, I, you know, there's some hospitals you go to, they would have cut you open and said, oh, I guess he doesn't need that. And, or oh, he does for, need that. Oh, you know, sure. <laughs> they would have chopped yeah, it open. Some, yeah. Somebody, yeah, somebody tweeted me and said, good thing you're not at UCLA because they would have just cut you open oh, that's and a, get the money. Uh, all right, that's a joke. All right, he's, he's <laughs> kidding. I'm sure he's kidding there, yes. <laughs> I, love, I love the Bruins. Yes, we love uh, UCLA. I'm sure nothing <laughs> bad happens there at UCLA Medical Center. That was a joke. By Danny G. He's heavily medicated right now. He did not mean anything by that. Go Trojan. Yeah, what? Okay, all right. Well, Danny, feel better, man. And uh, we, it's, well, listen, it's quite really the, quick. Yes. A yes. Really quick, Ben, because I know you and I are going to be passing ships in the night from now on. Quick congratulations to Roberto. Yeah. And to the Maller Militia, once a militia member, always a militia member. And I appreciate everything these past four years. All the memories, there's too many to even name. But well, we had a great time working with you, Danny. We, we, we appreciate you. We were great, and I love your you're a radio lifer. I love guys that are radio lifers, so I know you're still going to work in the building and all that. Does this mean now I was talking to somebody who, on uh, an email who said that you will never show up to the Maller Ugly Sweater Party again now because you're not on the show. Uh, can, uh, can, can you confirm or deny that speculative report? That's totally bogus, right. and I will be the one leading the smoke circle in your backyard for the second <laughs> year. All right. Well, I, I can't wait. All right. Well, feel better. <laughs> Keep us updated, Danny. Feel better. All right. Love you guys. All right. Godspeed. There he goes. Danny G. from a hospital in Burbank, California, just down the street from where they used to tape The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson back in the day there as he is getting medical treatment here. And his final show. What a final show by Danny G. But he's getting liquids and all that. So we hopefully everything will be okay. And they'll tell him, they're going to tell Danny when he gets out of the hospital, they're going to say, all right, go to Costco. You know those big pallets of water? I want one of those a week. I want you to drink one of those a week with those little mini bottles of water every three hours. And then Danny's going to say, I can't go to Costco because they got rid of the Polish dog. So I've got to go to Walmart or somewhere else. I'm not going to go to Costco because no Polish dog, no peace, is, uh, is what I said. All right, uh, we'll have more on that developing story, too. Uh, we'll, we'll push back. we got a lot of stuff to push back. Well, that was an unexpected moment. I didn't, that wasn't on the list. It wasn't playing radio. Time now for the Who Am I game. Here we go. The Who Am I game. Jacob deGrom, the ace of the New York Metropolitans, has the lowest first-half ERA for any pitcher with five or fewer wins and 100-plus innings since 1913. Now, I am second to DeGrom since 1965. So, again, Jacob DeGrom of the Metropolitans, the lowest first-half ERA for any pitcher with five or fewer wins and 100-plus innings since 1913. But I am second to DeGrom since 1965 in that category. 
Who am I? The answer and the MLB pick them. Your calls, the whole thing. We'll get to it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Who Am I game. Jacob DeGrom of the Metropolitans, the lowest first-half ERA for any pitcher with five or fewer wins and 100-plus innings since 1913. I am second to DeGrom, though, since 1965. Who am I? That is the question. What's the answer? Rod is going with Sandy Koufax. That's the ambassador to Bakersfield. Manic Mike checks in with Dutch Leonard as his answer. Robin Vegas says Dick Felt, the former NFL player for the Patriots. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, who else do we have here? Dizzy Dean from the Midnight Walker. That's his guess. Uh, we're looking, we're looking. Uh, Cecil Fielder from Chris in Houston. Doc Gooden from Matt in Pittsburgh. Vita Blue tossed out by the Rib Man. Barbecuing Len says Tom Tuttle from Tacoma is the is the answer. Uh, Rod Beck, the late Rod Beck, guessed by Sean. Uh, Kayla checked in. She just wants to make sure that we get the new guy, Roberto, a catheter. Are you okay with that, Roberto, if we get you a catheter? You're cool with that, right? Uh, a little painful going in and out, but other than that, no. you're good. No, you don't want that? Okay. No, no, thank you. All right. Uh, he says no on that. Uh, who else do we have here? Mr. Nice Guy's going with LeBron James. Uh, we're looking, we're looking here. All right. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Of course, Ben, I have All an right. answer. It's Charlie Liebrandt. Char- the great Charlie Liebrandt, part of the 85 Royals. No, that is incorrect. The correct answer, he was part of the 1988 St. Louis Cardinals and then was traded to the Dodgers for Pedro Guerrero, John Tudor. John Tudor is the answer. He was 4-4 four four with an earned run average of 2.13 at the All-Star break in 15 starts for the Cardinals that particular year second to DeGrom this year since 1965. Put that in the in your pipe and smoke it. Jordan in Seattle, real quick, we'll have the MLB pick him in a moment. What's going on, Jordan? What's up, Ben? Hey, man, real quick, because I know you got to run. I got a story about how I got kicked out of a casino. I'm not allowed back. Uh, this was about five years ago when I was a degenerate gambler, and uh, I put down a $500 bet. And I knew it was going to lose. And as I busted out, I grabbed the chips off the table, ran out to casino. The thing was, I knew that they knew who I was because I had, like, this club thing with them. And Coop knows all about that. So I eventually returned, gave the money back to them. Uh, they ate, they took my picture. They 86 me. No charges, nothing. It was a tribal casino. They said, hey, just don't, just don't ever come back here. So you you took money and ran out of the casino. That's isn't that a scene from uh, the the movie Casino, right? And in, in Ocean's yeah. Eleven and all that. You 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 thought you could get away with that, Jordan? Yeah. Well, you don't think you, you just yeah. don't think when the you know we've all been there, man. We've all you know. No, 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 no. We have not all been there. No. See, the only the closest I've ever done is I've made a bet at the sports book. And then walked away and thought, well, maybe I should have bet the other team. So I've gone back. 
before the game started and voided the bet. Like, I've done that. You can do that, but I've never, like, walked out with chips and stuff. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, don't felt that helplessness of, like, shoot, you know. Yeah. This, this is... This is going. Down. Oh, oh yeah. You know when you when you bet a three team parlay in the first leg of the parlay, you're down six nothing in the in the top of the first inning. You're like, and you bet the other team. You're like, what the hell is? Yeah, I understand. Hey, real quick, real quick, shout out to uh, Danny G Radio, man. I've been listening to this to this show for like four or five years. And uh, peace out, Holmes. It's nice knowing you, and, and best of luck to your new gig. All right, he's in a hospital right now, listening. Thank you, Jordan. All right, there he goes, Jordan. In Seattle, where he goes, only he knows. Only he knows. But we know, we know what time it is. And that's right. The MLB Pick'em Daily Fantasy Sports. Talking baseball. Yeah. You know who's in first place by themselves in the National League West? Who would that be? From Walla Walla, Washington to Kalamazoo, the Dodgers. The L.A. Dodgers. Return to glory. The Astros sent their clothes into the minor leagues, so they're falling apart. The Dodgers, the other team in the World Series, they are like a rampaging bull, and they are rising up. Uh, anyway, Kubala, who's going first on this dopey MLB pick, and what do we got? That would be Eddie Garcia. Edmund Dallas, oh, yeah. Steamboat Mr. Willie. Mr. Baseball. You must, you must have had Mookie Betts. Did you have Mookie Betts? I did not. He had five Mookie RBIs Betts. in a home run. Uh, let's point. go with his teammate, though, J.D. Martinez. Uh, your American League MVP, J.D. Martinez. I will take the aforementioned Mookie Betts. Uh, Roberto. I will take Manny Machado. Manny Machado is yours. He is off the board. And Kubaloo. I will go with Edwin. Encarnacion. Encarnacion. Oh. Who else, Coop? And I will also go with Gene Segura. Gene Segura. You got him. Roberto. I will take Javier Baez. Give, give me Jesus Aguilar. Roberto, or Eddie, rather. Eddie, back-to-back. Let's go with Francisco Lindor right. and Jose Ramirez. All right. Then we go back to the Red Sox. Andrew Benintendi. Roberto. Nolan Arenado. Right. Run on Rockies. Coop, is he going to pick his guy? Is Coop going to pick his guy? He's got two guys left. He usually picks. Coop and below. for the win, yeah. I will go with George Springer. Oh, he passes over Mike Trout because oh. the Angels are playing the Dodgers. That's why you didn't pick that guy. It's an old-fashioned spitting match, football style. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free great quote. We are 20 days away from the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. It kicks off the exhibition season in football. Canton, Ohio, the Ravens, and the Chicago Bears. The second day of August, it's a Thursday night, There'll be practice football that will be played. And with that as the backdrop, we present to you one of my favorite stories of the week from the world of the NFL. It involves who else but Terrell Owens. He has caused quite the commotion. And he was, of course, going to be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame next month. Owens deciding not to attend the event. Instead, he'll be giving a speech at his alma mater, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, the guardians of the football mausoleum in Canton, Ohio. Let's just say they are not 
taking this news well. Uh, They are not. So if you've not gotten the latest on this, you might have missed it. Uh, We are told that the Pro Football Hall of Fame will not even acknowledge T.O. individually during the enshrinement weekend in Canton, Ohio. They are going to have an embargo on T.O. The uh, Hall's director, the executive director of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, said there's no reason to bring him up as an individual. He's not here, was the quote. It's my team. It's my quarterback. No, no, they don't want you, T.O. They don't want you. So let's talk about this. Now, Owens will mostly be blacklisted during the induction. It's like he didn't even exist. So the question is, does this make sense from the Hall of Fame's perspective to essentially ignore Terrell Owens? Uh, Now, I'm objective, as you know. I'm very fair about all these things we talk about. Distant relative of the great Nostradamus, so I can predict the future. But I know exactly what's going on. Now, I am Team T.O. I am a Terrell Owens guy. He gave us a lot of content back in the day. That being said, I will be fair about this. Does it make sense for the Hall of Fame to ignore and give the cold shoulder to T.O.? Yes. Uh, My perspective on this, you've got the hooligans, determined, and the skip. And we will tie all this together. We'll link it together like Legos. Now, A... Uh, these are the actions of someone hurt. I'm talking about both sides, right? You've got a spitting match going on out of anger. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, they get one day a year. There's one day a year where they are the focus of the football world. This is an exclusive fraternity. You know all of those things, right? Football elite get together, and they have a party. I'm the bad guy. And they have a party there. They had to knock it out of the park in Canton, Ohio. And so y- y- you have to understand that. And they know, we know what this is about. And if you're going to not show up, if you're not going to go there and be part of the exclusive fraternity of football elite, if you're invited to the good old boys club and you don't show up to the good old boys club party, then be prepared for the Hall of Hooligans to take over, and that's exactly what's happened here. Clearly, they are so upset, so offended, insulted that Terrell Owens gave them the middle finger, right? Give them the middle finger. So instead of just saying, ah, who cares, we're the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they are using the eye-for-an-eye technique uh, as payback, right? Now, it is petty, but from their perspective, it is warranted. And it's warranted. I'll tell you why. Part B of this, from the Hall of Fame perspective, this is clearly rejection from Terrell Owens. It's caused them heartburn. And as a result of that, they are attempting to send a message. Now, not to T.O., because he's he's doing his thing. That's fine. This is a message to the next class of Hall of Famers and the one after that and the one after that and the one after that. If you go down the seedy, path of T.O., you will also be ostracized. That's the message here. They are using this as a case study of determine for future generations. They're going to try to deter these, these future Hall of Famers from entering this kind of scenario where they choose not to go when they're perfectly healthy. Uh, you do not want to dare 
demoralize the sacred Hall of Fame event. So by ignoring T.O., they feel like, hey, they're on the, the better moral high ground here, and they can persuade other Hall of Famers that you better show up. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, absolutely. Extra butter. Now, it's completely unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. This is a uniquely Terrell Owens situation. For the vast majority, only bodily injury, right? If you, you would have to be sitting in a hospital bed in Burbank, California, getting an IV in your arm to prevent you from showing up to the Hall of Fame. So this, I mean, Randy Moss, you look at some of the knuckleheads that have gotten in. They showed up. All right, this is a special kind of knucklehead, my guy Tia. Parting shot on this. I am impressed with Terrell Owens that he is strong-willed enough to avoid Canton, Ohio. Clearly, we know that he marches to the beat of his own drummer, and it's his right not to show up. You know, you don't have to. Sh- you're not like you're you're locked in to show up to this, and you don't want to show up. That's fine. All the same, the smart money said that he would fold up the tent and he would have submitted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, and, and and we would have the full waterworks. We'd have T.O. crying like a baby on the stage, you know, talking about no one thought I could do it and all this. Uh, now, I had heard uh, the reason I thought T.O. was going to go up. There's there's two reasons. Number one, I know him a little bit. You know, we hung out together years ago back when he played for the Eagles. Famous story, part of uh, Mallory Shore lore. Uh, but more than that, I had been told by people that, that are in the know that there was a full court press of legends of the National Football League who had been contacting T.O. and attempting to convince him to do the right thing in their mind and to change his mind and to go to this gala ceremony, to be part of the shindig, and it clearly did not work. Now, in the long run, this actually helps T.O. It's a net positive because he likes to play the victim card, and he plays it from the bottom of the deck. Owens should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. They go into that smoke-filled room when Peter King and his little buddies get in there and they all talk about football nonsense. They should have said T.O.'s in right away. The second greatest receiver in the history of pro football is Terrell Owens. It ain't even close. Jerry Rice is number one, but T.O. is second in receiving yards. He's third in touchdowns. And you're going to make that guy wait? Now I understand he's upset. They're upset. You know they they did it because the the electorate they they were stubborn. Right? Personal feelings got in the way here, and they impacted the vote. Is T.O. self-centered? Yes. Is T.O. a diva? Absolutely. He provokes strong emotions. He does. But here's a newsflash: so does approximately eighty-five percent, and I'm going low on that of receivers in the NFL. Owens is playing up the drama also. I want to point that out. Owens is playing up the drama. He intimated that this essentially all goes back to Skip. Six degrees of Skip. You know which Skip I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, Fox Sports 1. That's right. Absolutely. Every morning. That former Bronco tight end, Shannon Sharp, every morning. So he tweeted out, T.O., I have been the bad guy since 2000. That's when Skip Bayless started the lies. The lies! Uh, according to you. I'm a cowboy for life. That's right. 
Well, I, I hope it's a fine event at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga there for T.O. I hope he has a wonderful time. And uh, I, I, I'm i not a big Hall of Fame speech guy. I'm not. Like, I, there, there's some I have to watch because of the show, and I usually go to YouTube. And if somebody says there's something really good there, uh, and, and I'll check it out. Like, I think the greatest was, was John Madden when he got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he just went goofy. He just went crazy. He talked about how, you know, the – the the busts of the Hall of Fame start talking to each other at night. You know, he did this whole night at the museum thing with the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which was pretty cool. But I, most of these are just you know self uh, self congratulatory. You know, and that whole thing. And it's not my jam. It's not my jam. Anyway, we say hello to a man who has been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's been inside one of those tents at the gala party. He's been part of it. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. That is that is very true. Uh, yeah, two years in a row. Uh, oh, I think two it was. years it was in a row. Two out of three, really? maybe something like that. We're not going this year, though. But uh, so, and you missed out. I remember the one year we heard stories about Jerry Jones' party, but yes. you, did, you were next door at the other party. Yeah, right? we were at Ladanian Tomlinson's private yeah. party. Jerry Jones like brought in the Copacabana, and yeah. you you had like a, a hot dog truck or something, right, on the other side? Nah, I wouldn't nah. go that far, but no. uh, it did not live up to Jerry. But Jerry went a little overboard, I, I would say. You think? His, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, well, you were at the, which which party were you Ladanian at? Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah. yeah. Now, he's made good money. But Jerry Jones' net worth is you know, five billion. So when you got True. five billion, you can spend a hundred thousand on a party or two hundred thousand. Yeah. No, it was it was the nicest party I've ever gone to. But as as was heard, uh, it did not uh, hold a candle, as they say, to Jerry Jones's party. Who was uh, yeah, just I, I mean we saw all these cars pulling up and uh, didn't know it was uh, right in the same area there. There was a, a country club there in the Canton, Ohio area. Yeah, uh, but apparently, uh, yeah, yeah, he I had told quite you, the party. My advice was you should have crashed the party. That I didn't my... know it was there. Yeah. I did not know it was there. Like, what are they going to kick you out? Say, I'm here. Well, we honestly we barely got into Ladanian Tomlinson's uh, party because oh. uh, we didn't have the proper uh, ID. We had an invitation, but we were supposed to have something else, and uh, they, ended, they ended up letting us in anyway because yeah, you know they, f- they felt pity. I, I mean, yeah. they they figured it would be difficult to uh to fake that you know what i mean we we did have we did we didn't have all of what we were supposed to have but we did have like half of it so they said all right go ahead go on in yeah i got you i got you all right it is the the, the ben maller show on fox if you would like to be part the number 877-99 on fox 877-99 on fox the uh, 996 nine. i give out the run how many times have i getting out the number here Eddie? it happens eight million times it happens i don't even know the damn number 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. That's the number. You, uh, did you do? I think you screwed it up again. I didn't screw it up. That's the right number. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. There you go. That's. There you go. I gave it the right way. That's the right number. Call up and find out who answers. Find out if anybody answers. How about that. There you go. All right. To, to the phones we go, and I don't. Is he in Medford? Or is he back in San Francisco? Let's go now to Mark, the full name guy in parts. <laughs> In parts unknown. Hello, Mark, the full name guy, living a lavish lifestyle wherever you are. Yes, on the beach here in San Francisco. Congratulations. You know, Ben Maller. Yes, what? Did you say the Dodgers were like a stampeding bull? I believe I said rampaging, but... Uh, you, oh, yeah, rampaging. Yeah, rampaging. Oh, rampaging. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, the Giants now, the Giants had a four-game losing streak last week. 
and yet there are only three games behind your Dodgers. So I wouldn't exactly call him a rampant. Your Dodgers, I, I will a bet you, bull. Where they're <laughs> playing the San Diego, <laughs> the greatest city is the San Diego Padres. Yeah. Like every weekend, yeah. Go to hell, Bill Miller. Now, now I'm willing to bet you $1,000 cash money the Dodgers finish ahead of the Giants. Do you want to take that bet? I'll give you $1,000. And how much do you want to bet your Dodgers don't outlast the Giants in the postseason? What are you th- it just in the, the Giants ain't making the postseason. The Giants, their days are over. We shall see, the, 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 my the, friend. Oh, I'll bet you 1000 We shall I'll, see. You, oh, and you're your Boston Red Sox. Yeah, my Red you're Sox. You're your Boston Red Sox. Greatest. You're telling the world how great the Red Sox are against they, they, Toronto. Yeah, they are. Tampa yeah. and Baltimore. Yeah. That's not the postseason. <laughs> Listen, Mark, I, I, the, the, the Red Sox are 66 and 29, and we're not even at the All Star break. We're not even in the – they've got three more – they can end up, if they sweep the Blue Jays the rest of this series, they're going to end up 69-29 and 29 at the All-Star break. Now, using Maller math, I believe that's 40 games above 500 at the All-Star break. That's not bad, yes? And, 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 and I want to point out, Mark, as you sit there on the beach with all the other fine folks in San Francisco uh, camping out. Is, that, is it outdoor camping? Is that what we call it there, a little – some people call it homelessness, but we call it camping on the beach, right? That's what we call it, camping on the beach. But remember, Mark, the Yankees play the same teams the Red Sox play. They have as many games with Tampa Bay, the Blue Jays, and the Orioles. And it's your Yankees, you old New Yorks. You know, you know what? I can't say the word I want to say. But it's your Yankees that have lost a bunch of games to the Orioles. That's, that's not the Red Sox' fault. They're taking care of business. That's how you do it. That's how you end up winning 100 games. You bludgeon the terrible teams in baseball. That's how it is done. You beat up the weak teams in baseball, and that is exactly what the Red Sox have been doing. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your calls again, 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part, got uh, a lot of stuff to get to. We'll also get to the worst of the best. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow the man who's manning the phones, our executive producer, the Coop, the Loop, Justin Cooper. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. You can follow him at UH Bronco Fan. It could happen at any moment, Ben. (laughs) Uh, And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So it's a little awkward here. I'm not going to lie. All right, It's Danny G's last show with us. And he's in a hospital right now because he has a a, a kidney problem. But I think he's going to be all right. But the awkward part is we're having a pizza party to celebrate Danny G's last show uh, and I, I feel thank it, you, Danny. I have mixed feelings here because it's inappropriate, Eddie. That I'm enjoy. I don't usually. I'm, I'm fast, you know. I'm on this fast thing where I eat one meal a day, and I try to fast for like 23 hours a day. It's like this weird thing I'm on lately, which is uh, which has worked for me. It's good, and I like it. But one day a week, I'll come in here and I'll uh, I'll I'll do it up a little bit. And this happens to be the day. And unfortunately, Danny G's not here, but the. 
but the pizza is delicious. Have you had any of the pizza, Eddie? It's Not just, yet, but I will. Yeah. Well, you better. I will quick. do it for Danny. Yeah. I was explaining to Roberto, who's here celebrating Danny G's last show. I was telling Roberto that we are going to kill you on this show. We are going to get you fast food. My man Rod, the ambassador from Bakersfield, who has these amazing ribs. He'll come in here. He'll hook you up with ribs. I'm sure we'll get a lot of fat sows here. Oh, sounds delicious. Yeah. I never had that, but oh, can't wait to have not had fat sows. Never had Not it. experienced You're in that. for a treat. He's not. So who has given us the gift of pizza here, Koopa Loop, to celebrate Danny G's last show where Danny, it's quite the nuisance, is not here. That would be a Cowboy Killer yeah. coming through. The Cowboy Killer! That is How right. about that? Good job by the Cowboy happy, Killer. Happy and, birthday, you old man. Man, I know we, we don't normally do shout-outs. We don't. We're, we we're, never do We're that. not a morning zoo show. We don't believe in the shout-outs. No, never. Or talking over loud applause. We don't believe in that either. Yes, what? Uh, but if we were to do a shout-out, yeah. we would uh, say happy birthday to uh, Cowboy Killer's son, uh, Ethereal. Ethereal! Yes. Happy birthday, Ethereal! Happy, happy birthday, you old man. Is he an old man? How old is Ethereal? Ten years old. Ten years old, is that the right? The big 1-0. Double digits. You know, the rest of your life, If you know, most people don't make the 100. You're going to be double digits the rest of your life. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. This is the, I always say, these are the golden years, Those man. are the best times. Everything Ethereal. Let me tell you, let me give you my, I'm going to give you some life advice, Ethereal. Listen to me. Listen to Uncle Ben, okay? Not the guy in the rice. All right? This is your real Uncle Ben, your radio Uncle Ben, okay? Let me tell you something, all right? The rest of your life, everything you experience, this time with your dad right now, you will, you will long for this when you're an old fart. You will long, all of your fit, you watch sports, you like sports, your teams, the rest of your life, you're going to compare everything. The golden years are 9, 10, 11, 12, and then you start becoming an a-hole around 13. And it gets worse after, at 14, you're getting a little worse. 15, man, 16, you're really a, you know what, 17, forget about it, and then 18, wow, woo, so you're, you're golden right now, Ethereum, but thank you, Cowboy Killer, very nice of you, and what a great way to celebrate Danny G's final show uh, with us eating pizza and him sitting in a hospital bed, I think that's the perfect ending to Danny G's run here at Fox Sports Radio on our show, he's still, of course, continuing. Oh, no. <laughs> Continuing with the company. Let's go to Bob in Bowling Green, who's next. Hello, Bob. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, Danny, I hope you get feeling better, brother. And we're losing one family member and getting Roberto, so it's all going to work out. If I was a Hall of Fame inductee or a presenter, I would simply bring a jackass on stage and say, well, if you're going to induct somebody, and you're going to act like one, you should be represented by one. How dare you. I have a, How dare you. How I, dare you. That would be awesome. That's in the Bible, though, right? The talking donkey? I think that's in the Bible. So you, you, could, you could bring a talking donkey on stage, and you'd be like, eh, we're celebrating. Well, that's Francis the talking mule. But, um, <laughs> How about Gus, the field goal kicking mule? Yeah, bring, yeah. bring in that's Gus. Right. you got to have the helmet, though. you got to put the helmet on Gus. What you but do. I want to I want to say first. something specifically to Tammy in Montana, oh, and I'll no. sing my way out. Right. Okay. Right. Hey, where are the white women at? Montana. All right, here we go. Yes, darling. If I knew you were single and nearsighted, I'd run after you with a dozen roses in one hand and cool whip container in the other. <laughs> it's what every woman wants to hear, yeah, right there. I think that's and now robots. I'll sing my way out Uh-oh. just for her. Y'all ready? I oh, can't wait. I don't think so. Can't wait. Yeah. Hey, don't knock me till you hear me. 
Wise men say only fools rush in. Oh, I can help falling in love with you. have a reversal of fortune from that pizza that we were eating earlier. That is, wow. Uh, all right, well, the, the best of the worst. Now, this is quite the story. If you, have, if you rank people, I learned this years ago. Ethereal, if you're still listening. I learned this years ago. When you rank, when you put a list together, you have to have the very top, right? And then you have to have the bottom. Well, much was made about Madden football, the Madden NFL 19 game, which I'm excited about. I'm going to get that as soon as I can get my hands on. I can't wait. And they you know, rank the top players in Madden, and there's this great debate. Who's the top quarterback? Who's the top uh, player at each position? But the more interesting story is in the losing locker room. Who is the worst player on John Madden's uh, latest video game, which is not out yet, Madden 19? The worst – now, I guess before we, see, we say the worst, we should give you the best, right? Before we give you – because know, we got to do things properly. Right, the uh, the quarterbacks, the highest rated quarterback tied for the top was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. They were tied for the top there, and so that's great for them. And I have no knowledge of anything. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was the top ranked running back at ninety six from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Antonio Brown was the top ranked receiver at ninety nine. The top rank is ninety nine. So Antonio Brown. Uh, the quarterbacks were on there. Rob Gronkowski got a 99 rating. Von Miller led the linebackers with a 99 rating. Just to give you some context, Aaron Donald of the Rams got a 99 rating for the defensive line. The lowest, this is great, the worst-ranked player in all of Madden football is a long snapper for the New Orleans Saints named Zach Wood. Zach Wood ranked, his overall Madden ranking was 35 on, on Madden. <laughs> And it turns out the way that Madden did it, the long snappers are all the lowest rated players in the game. Zach Wood is the king. He's the lowest rated player overall, which I would I would have as a badge of honor. I you you don't who cares if you're in the middle? You want to be either the top or the worst. I think this is a great thing for Zach Wood. Now I'd never heard of Zach Wood before I saw this. Uh, I don't know much about him. Uh, Who? I, I don't. I know there's an actor named Zach Wood, or Woods, I think. This is just Zach Wood, the football player. Uh, I don't think he even has, like, a, a Wikipedia page. Maybe Never he does. Heard Maybe of he him. does. I, I don't know. I didn't really look him up. But uh, he's been in the NFL for a couple of years, and he's the lowest-rated player in Madden football. He went to SMU. He was undrafted, and he's the worst, the bottom of the bottom. Uh, and so congratulations to you, Zach Wood. Tremendous job. We'll have Mallard of the third degree, and we'll also circle back. We had a surprise appearance by Danny G from a hospital in Burbank, California, last hour. And we will circle back because uh, we'll talk about actions versus words. We'll get to that as well, your phone calls, the whole thing. Right now, though, from the Geico Studios, let's get the latest 
on Fox from Eddie Garcia. Eddie. Well, Ben, well, thank you. Let's uh, update you on uh, what's going on in baseball and the division races. And the Red Sox make it 10 wins in a row with a 6-4 victory over the Blue Jays. Mookie Betts with a big Grand Slam home run for Boston. Their latest win is they still have a three-and-a-half game lead on New York atop the AL East. The Yankees did keep pace with a 7-4 victory over the AL Central leading Cleveland Indians. Phillies are on top in the NL East. A half game up on Idle Atlanta thanks to a 5-4 win over the Orioles. Diamondbacks lose to the Rockies 5-1 while the Dodgers beat the Padres 3-2. So L.A. takes over first place in the NL West. A half game up on Arizona. Brewers fall to the Pirates 6-3. Milwaukee's lead on Idle Chicago in the NL Central is down to one game. Astros fall to the A's 6-4 and the Mariners lose to the Angels 11-2. So Houston still has a three-game lead on Seattle for the top spot in the AL West. News from the NBA where free agent guard Isaiah Thomas has reportedly agreed on a one-year $2 million deal with the Denver Nuggets. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I don't know if you saw this, but Kellen Winslow Jr. is being charged with a new count of rape in San Diego. This in addition to the two counts of rape, two counts of kidnapping with intent to commit rape, and the one count of forcible sodomy he so was already this facing. This one's younger. Um, this was for a while ago, yeah. Yeah, this goes uh, back years. Kellen right? Jr. is 34 now. He was uh, 19 when this alleged uh, new charge happened. Uh, he's being accused of forcibly so, raping an unconscious 17-year-old so the in 2003. I mean, it's kind of obvious here. I, I, I haven't seen anyone deny it that this came to light, that this woman... The reason that we know about this is because she saw the media uh, uh, attention about Winslow raping homeless women in San Diego, and she came forward, right? That that's that seems to be you know, speculating. That seems to be why this has seen the light of day here. That she, I would assume that is accurate, <laughs> yeah. yes. So um, I saw pictures of Winslow in court, and uh, you know, I'm over, I don't. I, what's your defense, that he was having consensual relationships with the homeless women of San Diego? I don't know... Uh, what else are you going to do? They'll come up with something, I'm sure, well, but yeah, I don't know come what. Up with something. I don't know what. But, uh, All right. Well, he seems like a scumbag. And I, I, hope, I would I, have to agree with that, yeah. I hope he goes to jail for a long time because he tried to play the race card. Remember when he got first arrested and he made it seem like it was, uh, he, was he, he was like, well, because he was a black guy walking through a, a retirement community and people got scared and called the police, which we've seen a lot of that. That does happen. It didn't happen here. He was trying to, you know, trying to rape an 80-year-old is what he was trying to do. That's why the... You know, people came, and anyway. All right, uh, the, the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. So I, w- I would like to point out, now, I have been the only person who's been all over this LeBron James story from day one. We told you this is not about basketball. It's about Hollywood. Now, in an article in Sports Illustrated, LeBron's agent, his high school buddy who's his agent, confirmed that and said, well, you know, it, it's uh, it, the first couple of t- uh, transactions where LeBron went to Miami and then went back to Cleveland were about winning championships, and this is just about LeBron being happy. That was the quote. Right? This is just about LeBron being happy. Well, now the, the agent, LeBron's agent, went on NBA TV last night at the Summer League and tried to walk that back. Right, He said it was for basketball reasons that LeBron, it was a basketball decision that he went for the Lakers. But let me give you the, the timeline. Since LeBron agreed to the contract with the Lakers, uh, here is what he has done. He has had dinner with the Kardashians. 
And this week, TMZ just reported that he had a power dinner in Beverly Hills. LeBron was out with Al Pacino and Leo DiCaprio. They a, were a power dinner. Yeah, they had a power. That's what it was described—a power dinner. How does that uh, differ from regular dinners? Well, the the food. Yeah, are, what's a power dinner? What? It was. Well, you know, I'm a, you guys. I have to tell you everything. All right? Well, I'm only, a media only you would here. know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure you've had many power. I dinners. do. Yeah. I'm a very influential people in Los Angeles, as you know, Eddie, uh, a person in Los Angeles. And when you when you hold down the overnight franchise, do you know how many movers and shakers depend on this show when they're when they're stumbling into Ubers, getting driven home to their mansions? They listen to our show. They love our show. Uh, but I, I would I would say they were talking shop that they were and they were eating steak and they were talking shop and and they were going over you know the the ins and outs of uh, LeBron I, I could see LeBron in a, in an upcoming project with Leonardo DiCaprio Pacino and DiCaprio are big Laker fans they just he just wants to know they just want to know yeah. how the Lakers yeah let me just, just tell you where LeBron's priorities are again LeBron has had so far since signing with the Lakers he's had dinner with the Kardashians. He's met with Al Pacino and Leonardo DiCaprio. And how many Laker teammates has he gone out and hung out and had dinner with? Uh, zero. Priorities. Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. That's where LeBron is right now. He's all about Hollywood. That's what he's about. What's wrong with your Clippers? Now, Andrea points out here, the as you know, Eddie, on this show, we have a little bit of everything. We've got, we have a, now a doctor from Oregon. That I, I guess he's a doctor. We have... Our friend Andrea, who reads the stars, right? She looks at the birth charts and all that, the astrology, sports astrology. She's very popular. She's a big media star there in the Bay Area. She's on TV. She does radio and national radio with us. So Andrea reports. Now, I didn't even realize this. Bad job by me. Today happens to be Friday the 13th. Today is Friday the 13th. Scary, 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 scary. Like, <laughs> I'm not really scared about Friday the 13th. I'll tell you why. Because when I was a kid, I watched Mr. Rogers. And the king was Friday the 13th. Wasn't the king named Friday the 13th? That was his name, right? King Friday. King Friday the 13th. You see? So I, as, a, as a child, Mr. Rogers taught me not to be afraid of Friday the 13th. Now, there's one caller that we used to have. That many people have said, where is this person? We need this person to call the show. Real, real quick, Ben, yes, before we, you get to that, because oh, okay. I don't want to pass right. up this moment. I understand. Have you seen the new documentary in theaters right now, Won't You Be My Neighbor? I did see it. I saw it last weekend. I right? did. Yeah. It's good, huh? It was, well, it was nostalgic because I grew up on Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I, it, was, it was cool. I liked it. And I, I liked his, his kids that didn't dress up for the documentary. One had like a pirate hat on. It looked like he hadn't taken a shower in like a, uh, two years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought it was pretty neat. And, uh, and they were taught, the kid, I like, that was my favorite part. They're like, what's it like to have Mr. Rogers as your dad? You know, and he, when, you, when your dad's basically second Jesus. Yeah, that was a great, that was an awesome <laughs> line. That was hilarious. Yeah, now was, was, I, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a documentary nerd. That's I love documentary. You know what I also love? I love when old callers we haven't talked to in a while call back and check in to let us know they're alive. Let's go now to line six. And line six, we say hello to Helmet Man. Oh, from the morning. Yeah. I'm back in town. Yeah. I'm back in town. Where were you? <laughs> where have you been my entire life, Helmet Man? Where Where have you in gone? In Baltimore. In Baltimore, uh, Maryland. It's you? a 
terrible place. I was, <laughs> I was glad to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you always were. Wait a minute. I was just I, sports with Coleman uh, and the guy near that. Now, helmet man, helmet man, I I've run into you. The last time I ran into you, you were wearing a full Baltimore Oriole uniform in downtown L.A., and you hate Baltimore. I love this. This is great. So, you know, the phone still works in Baltimore, helmet man. You could have called us from Baltimore. You could have called us up we and checked in. We thought something happened we, to you. We were worried about you. I was going to go to the Sunset Strip and say, where the hell's Helmet Man? You know. I wasn't listening to the radio too much back then. Oh, okay. And you stopped listening to the radio. Yeah, I don't think they come on in Baltimore. That no, I, we're on in Baltimore. We, we're, you can hear the show in Baltimore. Y'all be in what? I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, we're just. I talk. I come out on the radio. I don't know. We'll look it up. Cooper, look it up for you. Maybe WBSF. All right. You're going to do call letter soup is what we're going to do now. Listen to me, Helmet Man. This is you're, How you back for a while now in L.A.? You're not going anywhere. You're going to be back in L.A. This is your town, right, L.A.? Yeah, for a good while. Listen to me, Helmet Man. Guess who's, guess who's coming? LeBron James. You know how this is going to change your life? You're going to be selling LeBron James jerseys to LeBron James outside Staples Center and those hot spots in Hollywood. You know that, right? For me? Yeah. Nah, not now. They cost too much. No, not, not now. Not now. Yeah, Ben. They keep trying to steal our players while we in a worse team. Oh, the Orioles. It's not yeah, going to work yeah, that yeah. way. That we gonna, the Orioles going to get worse. I hear David Bass say. Yeah, he, yeah well, he, the guy hosted Dodger Talk. Yeah, the, yeah. And the fans keep saying Machado. Look, the Dodger fans and the callers, they can't keep persuading. The, the steal our players. Well, but you know Machado's going to leave, though, Helmet Man. You know he's not. And, and unless you can come up with some money to pay him, he's not going to stay in Baltimore because he has the same opinion of Baltimore that you apparently have of Baltimore. So he's going to get out of there. No, I'm going to wave a magic wand and make sure he stay <laughs> to keep him away from the touch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep him away from the – were you living in the projects when you were in Baltimore? I can understand that that's not uh, necessarily where you – you want to be hanging out for a couple of months. Listen to me. I was staying over by my uh, mother's house over in the East Baltimore. She's 89. Oh, that's great. I hope you got some good time with your your mom there. Listen to me, Helmet Man, all right? I wait, gotta, wait a minute. I, I got to go. W-H-A-P. Eddie something. Oh, God. Yes, Helmet Man. I can't wait to answer your question. Yeah, I jumped on the Capitals bandwagon. They were sick. 695 South from Baltimore. When they got in the championship, I jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, good job by you. We always love a good bandwagon jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Helmet Man. Did did you drink a beer with Alexander Ovechkin? Calm down. Everyone calm down. Helmet Man, listen to me. I got to go. All right? They're yelling at me to go. But listen, you better call up and check in once every couple weeks, Helmet Man, okay? Nah, I'm going to call during the weekend. No, I'm what? not here on the week. <laughs> what the hell's going on? All right, call Jonas, all right? I got to go. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was polite. I thought it was nice. It was like, hey, give us a call. And uh, no. Nah. Uh, he said, nah, I'll call on the weekend. Nah, I'm going to call on the weekend. Screw you. <laughs> it is Friday the 13th after. We'll have Mallard of the third degree. Here's the instant trivia. Atlanta Brave Ozzy Albies has joined Blank as the only second baseman in big league history to have at least 110 hits, 70 runs, 15 homers, and 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. Again, Ozzy Albies of the Braves has joined Blank, the only second baseman in big league history 
to have at least 110 hits, 70 runs, 15 homers, 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts. Unless it's not, support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So here's the Insta Trivia Atlanta Brave Ozzie Albies has joined Blank as the only second baseman in big league history to have at least 110 hits, 70 runs, 15 homers, and 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. By the way, we'll push back Mallard to the third degree because of uh, time constraints. But, uh, again, uh, Ozzie Albies of the Braves joining Blank as the only second baseman in big league history to post at least 110 hits, 70 runs, 15 homers, and 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. That's the question. What's the answer Matthew is going with Roger Hornsby. The rooster says it's got to be George Norrie, Ben. That's uh, his answer. Patrick, the Uber driver, going with Padre legend Roberto Alomar. as his answer. Uh, Rob in Vegas says Steve Schartz, the uh, Philly minor leaguer, is the, is the answer. Craig Biggio from Will. Roberto Clemente tossed out by Bob. Uh, we have Chuck Knobloch. Misspelled by Mediocre Kabuki. Jeff Kent from El Guapo. That's his answer. Ryan Sandberg, Manic Mike's guess. Who else do we have? Ray Durham uh, tossed out. A lot of Chuck Knobloch. Tom Candiotti from Jesse. Eddie, what say you, Eddie? You have an answer. It's not Tito Santana, guessed by Attila. It's not him. Ben, I'm going with Mariano Duncan. The great Mariano Duncan, who I, I got a hit off of in a media baseball game years ago. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer, Alfonso Soriano is the answer. Former Yankee, Ranger, National, Cub. I mean, that, those are all his teams. Alfonso Soriano. So that's it. Ozzy Albies and Alfonso Soriano, the answer to the question. A lot of reaction here to uh, the Maller. Uh, the, the Friday the 13th thing, we got people rolling in on that, and thanks to the sports sorceress for helping us out. She actually sent out some tweets, I don't I don't have them in front of me here, with some fun facts about Friday the 13th. Do you think we're all doomed because it's Friday the 13th? We're all going to be, you know, like, bad stuff's going to happen. Uh, Chris writes in, he says, I grew up on Mr. Rogers, too. That's Chris in Houston. Uh, then I caught an episode a couple of months back, and it felt kind of creepy now. You know, a white guy and little kids, that is not uh, not his. There you go. Well, listen, Mr. Rogers was a saint. Actually, he was a priest, or a, he was a preacher. Is what what Mr. Rogers was. But yeah, in context. But when you're like you know seven years old, it's like kind of a cool thing. In a roundabout way, it is time to talk about seafood. I will explain. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. So, Talking baseball, right? The Major League Baseball season is coming to its annual hiatus, midseason hiatus here after the weekend. We are days away from the all-star break in baseball. Traditionally, this is the week 
that many talk show hosts take the entire week off. Uh, and because it's usually the time of the year where you actually have to put the most work in, uh, in our little dopey business, because it's, 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 training camp hasn't really started yet in the NFL, and there's no baseball stuff going on. Not, not a lot of guys talk about baseball anyway. and So, so it's usually a time a lot of radio guys uh, go away. And many of the baseball leagues, this got my attention. And I was actually directed to this story from a listener, so I want to thank uh, Joe, who sent me this story and emailed it to me. So you got to see it. Uh, so it turns out that a lot of the, the baseball elites are mortified by one of the storylines here that is not, not a big enough storyline in the 2018 season in baseball. And uh, this story actually referenced it. It was all about that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me, let me explain here. Let me pull the curtain back and explain. It's all about Mike Trout. Now, Mike Trout is having a season for the Book of Legends, right? Nobody is paying attention, and this is really upsetting for the the baseball media elite. They cannot handle it. They are besides themselves. So I wanted to talk about this now. Tom Verducci, a longtime baseball scribe. He does television stuff as well. Verducci wrote an almost... 4,500-word story. I think it was over 4,500 words. It was right around there. Uh, and it was in the latest issue of Sports Illustrated, which a few people read on planes, and, and that's about it. I guess you can read it online, and I read it online. And Verducci goes into a deep dive here on how great Mike Trout is, how wonderful he is, and how he's gone missing from the general conversation in baseball it's like he's right in front of you, but he's not there. And this is very hurtful for Tom Verducci. He was very upset by this. Uh, my takeaways, he complained here. These are his takeaways. He complained that the reason Mike Trout is unknown is or not talked about is because he's on the West Coast. The Angels aren't winning. Uh, he did point out, I thought this was interesting, and this is according to Verducci, since Mike Trout came to the Angels, how many days have the Angels been in first place since Mike Trout joined the Angels? 83 total days. That's it. He's been in the major leagues for how many years? 83 total days. Uh, he compared Mike Trout to Ernie Banks, the Cub legend who hit all these home runs and never got to make the playoffs and you know all that stuff. So a, a lot to unpack. Now the question here, and we'll, we'll frame it this way, do you feel that Mike Trout is getting the short end of the stick if you will, because that's essentially what Verducci said. I mean, it took 4,500 words to say it, but that's essentially what he was, was getting to, and you can do it in two sentences or one sentence. Uh, I'm going to go no way, right? I, I don't have any kind of empathy here at all for Mike Trout, and for those that are banging the drum for Mike Trout, my viewpoint on this, you've got ambition, the Griffey effect, and the shadows. And I will attempt to bind all of this together. I'm going to bind everything together here for you. Now, first of all, my big uh, reaction is I don't feel bad for Mike Trout that he's not the biggest star in baseball, even though he's putting up the greatest numbers in baseball over the last couple of years. You know why? Because Mike Trout doesn't want this. He doesn't want it. I would feel bad for him if this is something that he desired. He doesn't want this. He's shown no desire to put himself out there. 
It's a two-way street. Now, you talk about sports marketing. That's really what this comes down to. It's not about performance because you can be great on the field and wonderful, and that's what Mike Trout has been. He's been marvelous on the field, but you also have to put yourself out there. He doesn't want to do it. If Mike Trout had shown some ambition with the Madison Avenue crowd, they would have embraced him. They absolutely would have embraced him. Instead, that hasn't happened. Now, Verducci laments the fact that Trout hasn't been on the late-night TV shows. Clearly, Tom Verducci's the old guy who doesn't know no one's watching late-night TV. It's not 1985 and the Johnny Carson oh, show. Oh, no. It's not even 1995 and the Jay Leno show. Uh, the, 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 they're getting like .4 ratings on the, the late-night TV shows. They're dying. All right? They're di- no one's watching. So that's, it's a ridiculous uh, position that, oh, it's, it sucks that Mike Trout's not on late-night TV shows. Come on. The world's evolved now. There's, there's other things out there. There's social media, things like Mike Trout's on social media talking about the weather. That's, that's not endearing himself to many people. When he, you know, I mean, let's be real here. Now, the second thing, many of the mainstream baseball media believe that Mike Trout is cursed because he plays on the West Coast. And this is the East Coast bias in effect. And I know the numbers. When I first started here at Fox Sports Radio, there was a boss by the name of Tom Lee, big programming guy. And I went to his office, a big office, uh, big office upstairs, the big, the, you know, I think it was the eighth floor. We went in there, and he had a map of the United States, and he was pointing out, you know, this is syndicated radio, you're on all over the country, and you're on all over. And he then pointed out where the population is in the United States. And, and it's almost, you know, compared to the West Coast, it's, it's double on the East Coast. In fact, it is actually more than double. The amount of people that live on the East Coast is 112 million people, give or take, that live on the eastern coast of the United States. The West Coast has 50 million. So you're talking about double the population in the United States on the East Coast, the time zone thing. I get all that. And I'm still going to be a stubborn mule and say it doesn't matter. And my, my point is that if you are bankable, they will find you, right? They are going to find you. Just like if you're, you're, whatever you're good, if, if you put yourself out there, people will find you. Now, what is my evidence to back that up? I call it the Griffey effect. All right? Now, I know I'm going back to a different, quieter time before social media and all that, but Ken Griffey Jr. playing in Seattle was a rock star in the 1990s. Now, keep in mind, the Mariners didn't go to the World Series. In fact, Ken Griffey Jr., In his career in Seattle, 13 seasons, the bulk of that was the first 11, then he came back the last couple years of his career. But his entire run in Seattle, the Mariners made the postseason twice. That was it. They weren't in the playoffs most of the time. The wild card came in. Uh, you know, and, and and all that, but but Griffey wasn't in the playoffs. He wasn't getting that's the other argument. Like Mike Trout's gotta be in the playoffs to become a bigger deal. Griffey was a big deal. He had swagger. He had style. He had he, people wanted to. They, everyone, every kid that was playing baseball wanted to be like Griffey with his swing and the way he did. They, they, the whole thing and the whole package about Griffey. How many kids are like I want to be like Mike Trout, as good as Mike Trout is? You know, but the, the the point is the Griffey effect. Seattle wasn't in the playoffs. Griffey put up amazing numbers. Had a cannon for an arm. Had that that great smile that people loved on Madison Avenue. The endorsement dollars came in. He got movie cameos. He got endorsement deals. He had branded merchandise with his name on it. The whole thing. 
And almost none of those things are happening for Mike Trout. Why is that? Because Trout is a superstar that does not want or care about attention. And I know before the old guy calls up and says, well, yeah, that's the way I like it. I like my stars who don't want to get attention. It's bad for baseball. It's bad for the sport. It is. It's bad for the sport. If baseball scribes, you know, they're the ones that are advocating for Mike Trout. It's not Mike Trout. You know, it's not. Now, the final word on this. Now, some people say that Mike Trout is being underappreciated. Uh, that, that's the gist of this and other people pointing that out. But I, I'm going to push back on that. Oh, what, are we supposed to worship him? What, are we supposed to have like a Mike Trout, you know, uh, like, like Buddha with, with Trout? I mean, come on. He's a baseball player. He's really good at baseball. And, and that's fine. And he's also a, a, a dullard. Right, he's he's in the middle of just kind of being just a bore as a as a a person. The little we know about him, you know, he's on a, a baseball team, the Angels, that are a middle of the pack team. And by all accounts, Mike Trout likes to live in the shadows. He does, right? He he lives in in Orange County in Laguna Beach during the season. He he wakes up in the morning. There's the mosaic of the Pacific Ocean out his window, and then as soon as the Angels are eliminated and their season ends, which is never in the postseason, it's always in the regular season, uh, Mike Trout, when the regular season ends, uh, he heads back to Millville, New Jersey. He's got a 300-acre ranch compound, and that's where he hangs out. And that's that's his life. No fishbowl. He doesn't want to live in a fishbowl. Right? If Trout leaves the Angels, he's not going to to New York. I'd be very surprised if he went to the Yankees. I believe Mike Trout, if he leaves, is going to go play for the Phillies. That's where he's going to go. He'll go play in Philadelphia. He said, well, Philadelphia is one of those big media centers and all that. Eh, not the same. Not the same. But I, I could totally see him going to the Phillies, and then he can, can stay in Millville, New Jersey, year-round on that 300-acre compound that he's got. He's also not interested in being an ambassador to the game of baseball. That's that's not his thing. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Now, later this hour, we're going to have Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Very excited about that. Uh, we were going to do the radio roast to Danny G. I got a lot of Danny G jokes, but I, don't, I mean, it's not he's not. He's in the hospital. He's not here. Maybe we'll do some of those. Uh, but, but the whole point of a radio roast is the roast, the person you're roasting has to be in the building. Like, that's how it works. You roast the person, and then they have the final say to push back and rip the people. Uh, so Danny's not here, but maybe we'll bring him in later, and you know, we'll see about that. Uh, and then next hour, it is on. One of the great events of the entire year, the Kid Balderdash. We are going to have two 12-year-olds duke it out for supremacy in sports trivia. <laughs> I wrote the board. How would you? The board's pretty good, Cooper. I didn't make it too hard. You saw the board, Coop? I sent it to you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a good board, right? It's a solid board. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's not ridiculously easy. You know, it's like what it's not what uniform color do the Cincinnati Reds wear? It's not that simple, but it's it's pretty good. Like if you pay attention, you should get a lot of these, right? I mean, I will say that I think there's a, a clear favorite tonight, but uh, well, know. sometimes upsets happen. The greatest upset in show history was the late, great Jeannie in Medford versus Tammy in Montana, and everyone just con- assumed that Jeannie was just going to destroy Tammy in Montana in the octagon, and it was Tammy that came out swinging. Haymakers, 
and swashbuckling her way to a win, and so much so that Jeannie and Medford said, no mas. Like, she gave up. She quit. She didn't fully quit. Like, at least she showed up, unlike some other people, Blind Scott and uh, can't, you know, uh, What's his name? Uh, Jed who fled, right? That guy. Yeah, they, they, they didn't even show up. Let's say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Well, Ben, I'm very much looking forward to the Kid Caller Showdown. I I hope it happens. We've, we have oh, been let down in the past before. Well, we got one. Hold on a sec. Let's go to Antonio because he's oh, here. Are you no, there? He's reliable. Hello, Antonio. Hello. What's up? Can you stay awake, Antonio? Because we, it's still an, we're still like an hour away, Antonio. Yes, I can stay awake. Have Good you job. been? Have you been studying? Yes. All right. Now you know. Hold on. Koopa Loop is the other guy. Are we good with the other guy too? The other kid is is he ready to go? Not. We don't need. We're not doing it now. But I mean, he gave me uh, his phone number, number so we'll, All right. we'll see. All right. Now, Antonio, if this other kid doesn't show up and answer his phone, we're gonna have to get a last minute replacement. But we think this kid's good. All right, we think so. Your your rival, your Florida rival, will be here. Okay. Okay. All right, so keep studying, Antonio. I'll put you back on hold, buddy. All right, hold on. There he goes. A fierce competitor. Yeah. You can tell he's ready to go. The nerves, right? You can tell he's he's not. He's got ice water. The man's got ice water in his veins, Antonio. You think he realizes how big a deal this is? How many people are are staying up all night to listen to this? No, nah, he sounds bored. He's 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 just I don't know. He's ready. <laughs> well, he's very relaxed. Okay. He's he's he's. You know what he is? Unencumbered. That's he's. Got I, no I give pressure. him credit. When I was a kid, like waiting an hour for something, especially for today's kids, where yeah, I know. I mean, that would be like screw that. I want waiting an hour for this. Good for him. It's dedication. I know it. Man's got dedication. The kid. Well, the kid's got that. And he's not a man. Is it the kid? He he's could be a man after tonight. That's a good point. It's like a bar mitzvah situation. Right. You win this, it's, you know, you got hair in your Mazel chest time. and muzz- money in the bank. All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. That's next hour, the kid balderdash. We look forward to that. It'll be an amazing, amazing event. We'll call this one laughing all the way to the bank. Laughing all the way to the bank. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Malmer Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow our technical producer. He is permanently now in for Danny G., it is Roberto Flores, and he is at Raider underscore Rob 24. The fans, the Raider Nation. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to laughing all the way to the bank here. Kayla writes in, though, first, and we'll have lame jokes later this hour. Kayla says, wait a sec. If Danny G is leaving the show for real, who is going to be the one giving out the uh, the P1's criminally bad tips on picking up women. Uh-oh. Wow, it's shots fired by Kayla. Like Kayla, she listens and then vanishes for like three months and then comes back and let, who? So who's going to give out the bad dating advice? Angry Bill. He'll give oh, out no, no, doggy no, no, no. dating no. advice on how to date a dog. That's no. what. No, no. All right, there you go. Uh, let's go to Angry Bill right now, though, because his name's up. Hello, Angry Bill, somewhere in Florida. Hello, Angry what Bill. What about a nine-year-old girl? There you Answer go. that question. What about a nine-year-old girl? Yes. All right. 
Is that it? Are you done? That's it? That's all? Angry Bill? One of his better calls. It's a good effort. That was a good call, yeah. It's getting better as a caller. We're working with Angry Bill is what we're doing. What we're doing is we're working with him. He's improving as a caller. Solid. Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hey, where are the white women at? In Montana. Hey, Ben. Hello. So I just wanted to remind Danny, since he's in the hospital, to um, remember that there are restraints with those hospital beds. So maybe he can get a nurse uh, a little bit closer and use them. Hello. What are you Hello. watching, Tammy? Hello. I, <laughs> I've, seen those, I've seen those. I gotta tell you, I've seen those same movies you've been watching, Tammy. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, some good scenes. Sometimes too. they're on here at work. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, in honor of Danny and his Tinderoni tips, uh, because Bob and Bowling Green serenaded me and suggested Cool Whip, I wanted to just throw out that. A nice tip would be, you know, go out on a limb, and this is for everybody, go out on a limb, embarrass yourself, whatever it takes to make that person laugh, to release those endorphins, and you're going to get laid. (laughs) And also, Elvis had a good idea, a fried banana and peanut butter sandwich because of the carbs and the protein, and the bananas have a slow, steady release of energy for those long-lasting activities. So have a peanut butter and banana sandwich. I think Elvis had alternative reasons, though, for enjoying the peanut butter uh, banana <laughs> sandwich other than just <laughs> what you were talking about. But I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, thank you, Tammy. Thanks, uh, Be good. There she goes, Tammy in Montana. So a license to print money. We take you now to New Jersey, laughing all the way to the bank. The two casinos and a racetrack in the Garden State that opened up the first two weeks they were open to take wagers on sports uh, sports betting. The uh, the casinos there, the racetrack there was sports betting. The first two weeks, they made sixteen point four million dollars. Sixteen point four million dollars the first two weeks. A license to print money. They're laughing all the way to the bank. Let's go to Zach in Kansas City. Hello, Zach. Oh, Ben, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Are you are you upset at me, Ben? Yes, I mean, I'm I, very I, upset. I feel, with you. Yeah, devastated. Well, I feel like you're 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 ignoring me on Twitter. I I, I get a, a great you, you are, you are such you, you are such an a, a, attention person. You you need all this attention. No, yes, you no, are. Listen, no, yes. Actually, you're, you're I'm complaining. I'm, I'm not giving you enough uh, no, attention. Ben, please, please be nice to me, Ben. I was yeah, broken up oh, with today. Go. No, no, please. I was broken up with today. All right. I got blindsided. Doesn't feel good. I'm getting off work. I'm going to go home and drink some scotch. But yeah. please be nice it's a, to me. It's a good ben. strategy. So you, now, how did I assume it was a woman? Maybe not. The, who? How did they break up? Like, what it was, was it? Was, was, it was no. I, the worst, the worst. Po- what is the worst way to get broken up with, other than a post-it note? Uh, a tweet, email, text. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, text, text message, Ben. Text yeah. message. Yeah. No, what, what did what, what did they did they say? It's not you, it's me. Did they use that line? Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's use, a good line. Yes. No, and, and Ben, a tip for everyone out there in in Mallard Nation. All right. Uh, if they say it's not you, it's me. It's you. It's always you. That's just the lines they can save your feelings. Yeah, well, she's probably dating somebody else, so who cares? You know, move on. Find somebody else. I'm yeah, sure you'll find I think somebody. to say he wasn't in a very strong relationship. 
Yeah. So my theory on this, Zach, is that women – see, it's different with guys. Like women, I think when they, uh, when they do the breakup, they've already got somebody lined up that they uh, are uh, in the bullpen with, shall we say, yeah. uh, you know? Yeah. Why is he depressed? He's a single guy now. Yeah, uh, Zach, are you there? Zach, you should be happy, Zach. This is a wonderful why, thing why for you. I, why should I be happy? Because all those beautiful Midwestern girls there in the greater Kansas City area now, you uh, well, are... I mean, a, that is true. You've seen pictures of me, Ben. I am, I am uh, I'm a looker, as they say. Well, I, you know, I'm with that. But, uh, but some women would find you attractive, and that's all that matters. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. Zach, you've got personality. You can go out there. You're a famous overnight radio caller. I'm sure oh, women you, will be attracted to you just on that you alone. You flatter me, Ben. You yeah. flatter me. I mean, that's... See, this is what I needed. This was the this was the positive reinforcement that I was looking for. You, you I, should be happy. Really you should be so happy now. You're a young guy. You got the whole, and now you got these dating ass with Tinder and all this stuff. It's so much easier now than it was back in the but old I've days. Been, there. Well, no, I know, but I've been through all of this stuff, man. I thought I thought that I was going to move past to the next stage of my life, right? Like yeah. the kids and the family, the two and a half eh. kids, the one and a half dogs. You know, like the American dream kind of thing. You nah, know? you're fine. Listen, uh, how old are you? I'm 27. Ben. Oh, you're please. You got no, You got plenty of time, dude. What? So I'm going to be my father and have a kid at 55? Like, yeah. What? What's wrong with that? You know, you just plan on living to be like 130. You're good. That's all you got to do. Oh well, yeah. You, you want you want to go play catch? No, my hip. My hip hurts. No, my hip hurts. listen. By they'll be, you'll get a cyborg to play. You'll, you'll you'll get some robot or something like that to play catch with the kid. I mean, there'll, there'll probably be some new sport that it was, if baseball will be long dead uh, on the pace it's heading. I How mean, dare Mike you. Trout is having no, but listen, no, I agree. But Mike Trout is having a phenomenal season, and he doesn't do baseball the courtesy of speaking up. Give us a quote. Give no, us an no, interview. He's, he's boring. That, he's, are you he's, kidding me? Yeah, are you yeah, kidding he, me? The, you have to do one of two things. You have to either be in a major market or you have to be outspoken. Ken yeah. Griffey was outspoken. He was flamboyant. Oh, he was wonderful. He was All right. Derek Jeter yeah. was quiet. Oh, Derek Jeter didn't say much. Jeter was boring. Okay. He was boring. But he put himself out there. He was willing to do commercials and all that. All right. Go find a date. Go. I'm sure there's some go woman. find a girl. Yeah, find a woman. All right. Go run. What are you talking to me for? Go find a woman. All right. I'm not going to get you a date. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Who do you want a date? You want a, uh, Kayla? Do you want to uh, get a He's date? He's 27 years she's old a, and single. Why is he sold? She's in Minnesota. Yeah, exactly, man. Dude, you're like in your athletic prime. You're 27. For the next five years, yeah, you're in your athletic it. prime. Come on, man. I got to tell you, though, this whole the Me Too thing, that might uh, scare you a little bit, right? That that might be it. That's a drawback situation, right? So you're flirting, but even the flirting can be seen as a uh, crossing the line situation. It does become problematic you've got to understand the rules of engagement i don't understand i don't know what the rules are. i have no idea i've read stuff but i don't know if that's accurate or not all right we will have uh, why don't we get to mallard of the third degree here how about that coop yes we'll do that then we'll get to the lame jokes we've got other calls to get as well the whole thing and we'll do all that from the geico fox sports radio studios right now though eddie garcia is here and he will give you the latest eddie well ben we'll start with major league baseball's division races and we will start with the red sox who won their 10th game in a row beating the blue jays six to four mookie pets with a big grand slam homer for the bow Sox. boston now has a three and a half game lead on new york atop the al east yankees did keep pace with a 7-4 win in cleveland over the al central leading indians phillies move on to the top spot in the nl east they beat the orioles 5-4 and now have a half game lead on idle atlanta diamondbacks fall to the rockies 
five to one. Dodgers beat the Padres three to two. So LA is now in first place in the NL West, a half game up on Arizona. Brewers lose to the Pirates six to three. Milwaukee's lead on Chicago for the NL Central lead is down to one game, and the Astros lose to the A's six to four. While the Mariners fall to the Angels eleven to two. So Houston still has a three game lead on Seattle for the top spot in the AL West. NBA news: Free agent guard Isaiah Thomas has reportedly agreed on a one year, two million dollar deal. With the Denver Nuggets. The support's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, we mentioned yesterday that John Schnatter, a.k.a. Papa John from the Papa John's Pizza Chain, resigned as the company's chairman after admitting to using a racial slur in a company meeting. He also resigned from Louisville's Board of Trustees. Now a Louisville football player is looking for the football stadium, Papa John Stadium, to change its name. Yeah, yeah. Wide receiver Jalen Smith said on social media, quote, we need to change the name of the stadium ASAP. I'm not here for it, end Uh, quote. uh, Okay, then leave the school, Stu. Okay, uh, leave the school uh, unless you can find a corporate sponsor to pay the school the money. Right? Last is Papa John's the pizza place going out of business, Eddie? They, no, not can, well, not that I know of. No. Are they going to change the name? I, I don't think they can do that either. Are they going to change the name of Papa John's? I don't think so. Okay, so uh, either come up with a corporate sponsor to pay for the name of the stadium, and the, the people. Here's the way I look. I said this the other day. A lot of the pizza, they're not corporately owned. A lot of the pizza shops are, are people that invested in the company, and they're just trying to pay their bills. They own Papa John's pizza shops, and so you're going you're gonna to punish those people? Well, here, here, here is an interesting note, though. The Louisville Courier-Journal uh, reports that Papa John's does not actually own the, the stadium naming rights that John Schnatter himself oh. actually owns the naming rights. Well, all right. I mean, if that's the case, but if he's not, if he's paying money, I don't know. I, that's a thought. I would, I would say, unless you can find somebody else. Uh, and Louisville isn't the the Yum Center, right? They have that for basketball. KFC Yum Center, yes, the Yum Center. Mm-hmm. That's where the basketball uh, team plays, and and whatever. Else yum, they play. yum, 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 yum. Yum Brands, yum. yeah. Yes. It's like KFC. They're headquartered and, uh, right there. Right? Long John so, Silver's and some other things, I think. Yeah, they own a bunch of bunch of energies yum. there. Yum 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 yum. Uh, all right. Well, listen. If they uh, if they want to do it, that's fine. I would say if there if it was actually I didn't know that it wasn't Papa John's. It was just him personally. But I, I don't think Papa John's the company, which he now has nothing to do with, right? Even though they named it after him and all that. Well, he was the, chairman, he was the founder. No, he no he resigned as chairman. He, resigned every, he was the out. founder of the company. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, it's going to you know, get rid of that name, tear that wall down. I, I, all this stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hey, Roberto's I, ready for you. Yeah, He's yeah. on his game. No, I got. It. I think I got. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh I'm, no! I'm passionate about this, Eddie. I, uh, you know. All right. Ben Antonio is on hold. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, Antonio. The little kid oh. listening. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Uncle, yeah, ben, he, he, Uncle Ben's going to go wash his mouth out with salt and water. <laughs> Uncle Ben forgot he was on the radio for a moment. <laughs> He's been scarred. Uh, all right. Uh, we will press on in uh, third degree time here. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. 
And we bring in the Coop the Loop. We'll have lame jokes in a little bit. We pushed back Mallard to the third degree, so Coop would have plenty of time. Ben, you failed this edition. You lose. I don't know what you're Jason. talking about. Listen, that was the most honest thing I've ever said. <laughs> All right, uh, Rob Palinka, the Lakers GM, he said on Wednesday that LeBron James is the only Laker guaranteed a starting spot. Uh-huh. All others will have to compete. Yeah. Now here's the burning question, Ben. All right, is Lonzo Ball a starter come October? Uh, yes, I, I, I you got to believe you. There's an at least an eighty percent chance that Lonzo Ball begins the year as the starter, and I'll tell you why. A, this is ultimately GM LeBron James' toughest call when he gets done with Pacino and all these other Hollywood types and has to play basketball. The move here is to start Lonzo Ball and make him lose the job. That's what you do. Neither Lonzo or Rondo can shoot that well, so that's pretty even. I mean, Rondo's better than Lonzo Ball, but it's it's not it's not that big a difference. And B, I am not buying that LeBron James is going to adapt to an off the ball persona. I've seen that regurgitated in the echo chamber of sports. I believe he will experiment with that, but ultimately he will go back to what he has always done. He will be the de facto point guard. So this is a a secondary conversation. And while Lonzo Ball, as I said, I think there's an 80% chance that he starts as the Lakers point guard, I would be stunned if by the all-star break that Rondo is not the guy, assuming he's not hurt, that he's he's going to be ultimately the starter. But you asked me at the beginning of the year, and at the beginning of the year I believe they go with Lonzo Ball, and then they, they will switch to Rondo. Next! Ben, Shohei Otani has already been back at the plate, but next week he will be reevaluated to see about a return to the mound. Now, Ben, considering Otani's importance to the franchise, should the Angels be opting for Tommy John now rather than waiting for an issue to pop up again later? Well, we've talked about this a lot. It is unavoidable, right? It's unavoidable. My experience is, number one, that these alternative medicine plans with the elbow all lead to the same direction. They all end in Tommy John surgery. It's a 99.9% situation. And Otani, his real value for the Angels is as a pitcher, a starting pitcher, a dominant top of the rotation starting pitcher, not as a hitter. It's imperative that he become a top of the rotation pitcher. That's, That's what the Angels need here. That's been their weak link for years in Anaheim. And number two, entering Thursday, since Shohei Otani returned to the Angels lineup, he's batting 227. Not exactly overpowering since Otani came back as an offensive player. So, what are they doing here? All right, next. Ben? Yes? Will you tune in to the Tiger versus Phil head to head for $10 million if it happens? Absolutely, Coop. I will do that. And I'll tell you why I'll do that. Because I need things to talk about, and I will talk about that for the show. Imagine the marketing. Think about if you're going to put this on regular TV, which the, the, the rumor is it's going to be on regular TV, not pay-per-view. Imagine the marketing circus around this to get people to watch. Tiger and Phil, a couple of washed-up golfers, right? It'll be sensory overload. Everything from touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste, all of your senses will be touched in the marketing. It, it's going to be like a game show. And secondly, like for this to really be legitimately good, these guys would have to be destitute. They're not, right? Lefty's worth $400 million. Tiger Woods is worth $750 million. 
even with all the legal and personal drama these guys have had. So you're talking about a couple of rich golfers that are washed up. It's all about nostalgia and all that. But I'll watch. Of course I'll watch. Now, the, if, if you ask me, am I going to be excited about it? Eh, probably not. Probably not. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That is a winner! All right, we will we'll press on now, and we will get to Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program. Tell bad new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Mr. Nice Guy says the only way I would watch Tiger versus Phil is if they were putting up their own money. Yeah, but they'd have to put up like a hundred million dollars, not ten million. They'd have to put up a hundred million uh, for it to matter. Ivinson says Uncle Ben will not be invited to Thanksgiving dinner this year. All right, it's my comeuppance. Clearly, it's time for jokes, though. Let's do that. Here we go. Hit that. Knock knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week. Who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Now, we were going to do a radio roast of Danny G Radio, but he's not here. And so I, I hopefully we can get him to come in maybe. So this is his last show, but he's in the hospital. He, he should be okay, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. I want to push that aside. So we'll just do regular jokes here. And batting leadoff on Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. He's back after a one-week hiatus. We say hello to Sirius Sean. Hello, Sirius Sean. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? You got to meet your new friend, Roberto, here, Sirius Sean. You got to say hello to him. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you might be high. All right. What do we have here, Sirius Sean? What do we have? Wait, wait, wait. wait. I was going to say, why not Danny G come for my birthday on Wednesday on the show? Because my birthday is Wednesday. Well, because he doesn't work on the show anymore. That would be one. That would be also, why. he's in the hospital. Yeah, he's in the hospital. Yeah. I'm going to send prayers to him. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yes. All right. Well, give us the joke here. Uh, serious, Sean. What are yeah, okie dokie. Right. Yeah, okie dokie. Here we go. Um, where do whales like to go for music? Where do whales like to go for music? Uh, I don't know where. The orchestra. Ha! <laughs> 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 All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take care. All right, have a good one. Uh, there you go, Sirius Sean, our friend batting leadoff. So the way this works, I will bounce the joke off Eddie. He will then bounce it back to me. At that point, Roberto will play this. If it's funny, you'll hear this. Uh, woohoo! And if it's not funny, you'll hear this. And then if it uh, could go either way, you'll hear this. Uh, and then uh, Danny G, uh, he's not here, so Roberto is uh, working the sound bites. And we have Coop over there with his offensive jokes of the week. Here, all right, here we go. Well, we'll start out with this one. A Miami man with no arms was charged this week with stabbing a tourist from Chicago, Eddie. Is that right? Yeah. He's expected to plead innocent since he was unarmed. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Roberto. That was funny, Roberto. You hit the laugh there, Roberto. So you know, there you oh. Roberto I, tweeted, I tweeted that story out. Do what you are, it's Roberto. It's a great story. Man. Don't let it. Ben influence uh, you. What's the difference between an American rabbit and a French rabbit? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What's the difference between a French and American rabbit? An American rabbit goes hippity hop. A French rabbit goes lickety split. 
It's from Troy in Kansas City. Thank you, Troy. Good job by you. A.J. Francis is upset that the TSA spilled his mother's ashes during a luggage search. Terrible story. I saw that, yeah. Uh, The TSA has apologized. They have promised to earn back the public trust. That's uh, Gordon in Tacoma. Weed Man Hippie finally got a job and has 500 people under him, Eddie. Big news. That's a, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a security guard at a cemetery. That's uh, from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. See, they're underneath him. Yeah, there you go. All right. Did you know that Angry Bill has a reoccurring shoulder injury? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it seems he hurts himself every time he pats himself on the back, Eddie. He, he pulls a muscle. Little little faster and a little more positive, Roberto, would help. All right, Weed Man started getting rejected early in life. How about that? Yeah, that I believe, yeah. As a baby, he tried to breastfeed, and his mother said she just wanted to be friends. (laughs) All right, some Bill in Roanoke, Virginia, sent that one in. It's a lot of Weed Man jokes. What's up with that? Uh, Here's one from Anthony in Anaheim. He says, why did Weed Man Hippie create a Gmail account? I don't know, Ben. Why did Weed Man Hippie create a Gmail account? So he could eat spam. (laughs) That's not not right. That's a a low blow by Anthony in Anaheim. That's not right. Here's one more Weed Man joke. How poor is Weed Man Hippie? I don't know, Ben. How poor is he? He's so poor he uses candy wrappers for wallpaper. That's how poor. All right, that's not. Come on. That's uh, Anthony in Anaheim. Uh, Man, oh, man. Vicious. A vicious attack. Well, how about this one, Eddie? You can connect with elephants while practicing yoga at the Zoo Miami. Is that right? Yeah, either that or you can go on Tinder Cleveland. Either one. You ever been to Cleveland, Roberto? No, and I don't want to. There's a lot of elephants walking around. All right, uh, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes. Do we coop anything over there, Coop? What do you call a deaf gynecologist? I, I don't know. A lip reader. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's a good one. That's not that. Oh, please. All right. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Instagram model was attacked while swimming with sharks. She gained a bunch of followers, Eddie. She said she'd do it again. Oh, that's interesting. His followers are that important, I guess. Well, fortunately for her, they were nurse sharks, so it's all good, Eddie. Mike. Mike. Mike sent that one in. Well, LeBron James is in line to star in a Hollywood comedy, Eddie. Oh, really? Yeah. Trainwreck 2, The Lakers Story. Boo! That was lame. That was very loud and forceful. Uh, There you go. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Martha Stewart teaming up to help a comedy rose to Bruce Willis. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really a good day to die hard, Eddie. It really is. (laughs) Coop, anything else? Quick, no? What did the elephant say to the naked man? I don't know. How do you breathe through that tiny thing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Eight in ten Americans are affected, afflicted, afflicted uh, by stress, Eddie. I believe that, the, yeah. The other two play for the Golden State Warriors, so they're good. Uh, why did Last one. Why did Bartolo Colon switch yeah. from eating to, eating to China, or eating on China, to regular paper plates? Uh, I don't know why, Ben. Because he kept chipping his teeth on the China. It was a big problem there, Eddie. From, uh, surfer Todd the Comedian. There you go. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. It is not a murder mystery, but it is a very bizarre story 
involving LaShawn McCoy of the Buffalo Bills, what happened, what didn't happen, some interesting developments in this particular case. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So is Buffalo running back LaShawn McCoy involved in setting up this home invasion beatdown of his ex? We don't know. The, the story continues continues to have some twists and turns. Now, we have had a couple of new developments. That frantic 911 call by the ex-girlfriend uh, to uh, to say that and she it was released, and, and she didn't say LaShawn McCoy's name. However, Delisha Corden, uh, she said in on the call there, she intimated that it was her ex that was involved in this. She also cried that her 16-year-old son had gone missing in the attack. Uh, she said that she was hit in the head, robbed, and locked in a bathroom at the, the home there outside of Atlanta, and she, she, she already hired the lawyer, we talked about that, who has implied here that McCoy is responsible. Now, Shady McCoy initially denied all this. That has been his only statement. A friend of the woman put the photo up, and that started all of this. An attorney for LaShawn McCoy, uh, the, the, the attorney for the woman, rather, pointed out that the security system had been changed at the home. There was no forced entry, according to them. McCoy claimed he has not been in contact with the alleged victim in many months, and he was in Miami when this all went down. So it's listen. There's a lot of a lot of parts to this. It's not looking good. It it's not looking horrible yet. Hasn't been arrested, Shady McCoy. Uh, no one's been arrested yet. However, we have actually one little nugget of encouragement because the defense, it would appear, if you know, someone's eventually going to get arrested here, you would think, and then it becomes a question of, well, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? Right? And what's what's this all about? Uh, the encouraging news, if you want to hold on to the belief that Shady McCoy did not do this, that there's a conspiracy theory going on here. Uh, it is this. One year before, one year before this incident took place, so July of 2017, there was a domestic disagreement. Police were called to the home, and Shady McCoy expressed to the law enforcement there that he was concerned that this woman might falsely accuse him of a crime. Those documents came out. They were they were sent out to different media outlets on Thursday from the police in Milton, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. So I want to talk about this. Now, the report is Shady McCoy called the police July 3rd, 2017, and he was trying to evict the woman. So this has been going on for a year, and, and they, they were disagreeing. He was taking clothes out of the, the home. There was a disagreement there, so the police came. And here's the quote from Shady McCoy. He was very concerned that Corden may try to either take things or make false accusations about him, according to the police document. 
And he added that he was trying to be very careful in being around her, given, he said, the climate of domestic abuse in the profession. So either that was foreshadowing a conspiracy against him or he's a bigger dirtbag because he had somebody else go in and do the dirty work and he, you know, he didn't do it himself. Now the question is this. Let's discuss. How concerned should Shady McCoy be at this particular point? Remember, we're still very early on. Police are investigating. They're combing over everything. There's no one that's been arrested yet. Uh, so that's that's where we are. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got damage done. You've got that. The three three theories as well and, and the random fun fact. All right, we'll mix all this together. We'll begin with number one. LaShawn McCoy did not have a great reputation. This is not a choir boy we're talking about. We know that. Uh, before all this started. And now at this particular point, he might not be charged. I mean, you can assume he's going to be charged. But the damage has already been done, right? In, in the court of social media, in the court of public opinion, McCoy is a vermin. He's a mongrel, right? I mean, they're just a, they're killing him. It's trial by Instagram, and he has been found guilty of all charges. Beating women, children, and dogs. That is it. It's the photo does not lie. And this woman said that McCoy did it. Uh, and he was responsible for it, even though he wasn't even in the state. But according to uh, the people around him there, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They are going with the fact this guy is a dirtbag. Now, in addition, the police, as I've talked about, they're still going through everything here. There should be more to come out in the next, I would say, in the next week. There should be something. There are three theories that it is believed the police are looking at, according to those investigative reporters that are combing over this story. All right, the three theories are what what happened. Right, theory number one: Lashawn McCoy is the ringleader of an orchestrated attack against his ex girlfriend in order to get back very valuable jewelry and other belongings that this woman refused to give back. He sent in a goon. That's theory number one. That's the theory that most people are going with. Theory number two is that Shady McCoy was actually the victim of a disgruntled former girlfriend who is simply looking to jump on the money train here in a civil lawsuit and also end with vengeance, end the career of LaShawn McCoy. That's theory number two. Now, for you to believe that theory, you have to believe that this woman had someone she know come in and beat her face up and bloody her up like a, a bloody tomato can uh, to believe theory number two. Now, theory number three is the bizarre off-the-hook theory. All right, so, so essentially theory one is, hey, McCoy was involved in this. He was the guy that set it up. Theory two is the girlfriend set this up to make McCoy look bad, get him out of the NFL, keep the stuff and all that. Theory number three is that Shady McCoy actually had nothing to do with this, but you know that old line, loose lips sink ships? Uh, Loose lips also can get you as the bad guy here. And what I mean by that is that LaShawn McCoy, theory number three is he did not have anything to do with it as far as orchestrating it, but 
he talked about wanting to get this stuff back, right, wanting to get this jewelry back, and someone who knows him and is aware of the woman in the house and all that, someone that knows all the parties there, they said, wait a minute, that's very valuable stuff. I'd like to get that. And they they put two and two together, and they were the ones that went through the uh, the attack that, that took place, the, the home invasion, the beating up of the woman. So you know and I know that all of these theories will be, uh, will be tossed around. We don't have a lot of information yet, but if this does end up going to a trial setting, uh, McCoy's already hired the top defense attorney in Atlanta, one of the top defense attorneys in America, the fixer for NFL players. If it goes to a trial, I can guarantee that LaShawn McCoy's defense will toss out theory number two and theory number three. Because right? they just have to throw out the possibility uh, as long as there is no direct evidence. That's the last observation, right? This can be very tough to pin anything on Shady McCoy if there's no direct evidence. Now, if someone is eventually arrested, and we assume that's going to happen in this case, do they then sing like a canary? Do they say, well, to get a lesser sentence, yeah, I did it, but you know, Shady McCoy is the guy that paid me to do it and all this. Does it get to that point? Uh, now, we also are told that the, the neighbor next to LaShawn McCoy's house, they had an external surveillance camera, so they might have actually caught a vehicle. And assuming that vehicle had license plates on it, you know, you put two and two together, you might be able to actually uh, solve the case that way. And there's also this, there's some other bizarre things here. There was a bed sheet that was hanging out of a second-story window of the home. Uh, nobody explained what that was all about. It was, it was someone fleeing the house. Uh, but was it the kid of the woman? Was it the 16-year-old? Was it the guy that robbed the place? Was he jumping out of there? Another random fun fact. How about this? Now, we ripped, and a lot of media ripped, the attorney for the woman here, Delisa Corden, and also the police for misspelling LaShawn McCoy's first name. How about this? They didn't misspell it. LaShawn McCoy, this is unreal. His given name is L-E-S-H-A-W-N. He goes by L-E-S-E-A-N. How odd is that? Like, his name is it's pronounced the same, but he spells it differently than his birth name. It's very odd to me. I, I, was, I, I was like, no. I read that a couple times. I was like, really? Apparently that's the case. So that they, the attorneys didn't get it wrong. They got it right. We've gotten it wrong because we, we spelled his name. That's radio. There's no spelling. But anyway. All right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Exciting news, Eddie. The kid combatants are lined up. Both competitors are on hold right now. Wow. Kid we, Balderdash. Is this coming up next segment? No, or? no, no. We got a couple. Right. We have one more segment, and then we get to Kid Balderdash. This is going to be a battle of the titans. We have two 12-year-olds duking it out for supremacy. Now, we know Antonio, for those who didn't <laughs> listen yesterday, who's his challenger? Well, Jay... 
from Panama Beach City, Florida, is the other combatant. So you've got Jay in Florida. His dad put him up to this. And Antonio in Northern California, whose dad we learned last week, I think it was last week, that Antonio's dad went to high school, the same high school that Tom Brady and, and like Barry Bonds went to. Right, didn't we Sarah learn? High School. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's got that. Like that matters to win a trivia game. But but maybe maybe. Maybe. And if you missed it, this is if you're just tuning in this hour, this is Danny G Radio's final show uh, on the Ben Maller show, his last show with us. How do you think it's going so far, Eddie? How do you think Danny G's last show is going? I gotta say, Danny G has not made one mistake yet. Yeah. It's been per- clean board. Clean board. Unlike the host. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody heard that. Nobody heard That's that. That's true. I've, I've had a perfect show. As far as the listener's concerned, it's been a perfect show. But to Roberto is in. It was supposed to be Danny G's last show, but he's sitting in a hospital in Burbank, California. He's got a little problem with his kidneys there, but he uh, called in earlier. You hear that on the podcast, and he indicated that things should be okay. That, that's what he said. So we have Roberto, and we've got right over there the cupola. And we had a pizza party. Here. We, we did. In honor of, of Danny G's last show, we all ate pizza. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, thanks, Danny. It was very very nice of you. And the Cowboy Killer, who also provided that. uh, That's great. Well, here's a fun uh, fun fact, Eddie. In the NBA, now Swaggy P is unemployed. You know Swaggy P. NBA champion Swaggy P. Yeah. Uh, Rumored overnight here, these Sacramento Kings are interested in signing Swaggy P. Be perfect. Go to Sacramento there. Play Big out your, signing play out the, your uh, days in oblivion. For the Kings. Yes. That, that'll, be, that'll be a game changer. That'll turn the whole franchise around if they can get Swaggy P. Let's go now all the way to Australia. International man of mystery. We say hello, cashing a golden ticket to the Aussie guy. Hello, Aussie guy. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Good morning, Ben. Danny G. <laughs> if you want to impress your lady. You need to look into her eyes and say this. You must be a kidney because you're infectious. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously. Well, well, Roberto has no idea what that is, Eddie. He, he doesn't know. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Smooth. Yeah, Mr. Smooth. Man, that, was, that was great back in the day, yes. What, what's going on, Ozzy guy? Well, obviously, Danny G's last show, like, really disappointed that um, Danny G's not in, obviously. Like, sad for him that he's going through what he's going through, and Obviously, really sad that he's leaving. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> but every cloud has a silver lining. I'd like to welcome Roberto. Um, Roberto. Um, look, he played some Metallica the other night, which, Roberto, mate, sprinkling some Metallica, you're all right with me, dude. So that's that's going to awesome. work out really, really nice. Um, but, you know, I'm actually disappointed that the kid caller, Boulder Dash, is actually going to go ahead. Um, I was hoping to be a, a late fill-in because um, I really wanted to go Shady McCoy on Antonio. So, oh, yeah, how dare you. How dare you. Listen, you can enjoy, you can listen. The kids are ready to go. It's going to be one of the great moments in radio here, Aussie guy. It's going to be revolutionary radio. We're so ex- everyone's so excited about this. It's going to be so great. As, no, look, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I would have loved to have seen barbecue, barbecuing Len get crushed by him, but... Yeah. One more thing, Ben? Oh, not the one. See, the one, you know, I don't do well with the one more thing. I don't do I know do you well. don't do well with it. I know you. That's why yeah. I love doing it. Yeah. Um, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes. 
could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. How dare I think we read the commercial so much now that it's become such an integral part of the show to impersonate and mock us, you now have to do the Geico commercial. We're now at that point. We're now at Absolutely, that point. Ben. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I'm, I'm only a few, a few hours away from jumping into my sleep on the bed. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once you, and you, don't forget True Car. You, we love True Car as well. Yes, a very important <laughs> Well, I am looking to buy a car then, and it will be definitely for <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, thank you, Aussie guy. All right, bye-bye. All right, there he goes, the Aussie guy. Where he goes, only he knows because he's in Australia. Let's see that. There you go. Right, we'll check in with the sports sorceress. We'll get her thoughts on Kid Balderdash. And also, it's Friday the 13th. How scared should we be? Is Mercury in retrograde? Inquiring minds want to know. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'd like to alert all the affiliates down the line. Kid Balderdash, battle of 12-year-olds, later this hour. To the death. It's going to be great. A lot of guys are fired up for that. There are people betting on this. I don't, I don't want to encourage that. It's 12-year-olds, Eddie. It's going to be great, though. It's going to be awesome. We have that coming up. Right so this now, this is the first what, yeah. for you, right? This has never uh, happened before? This is Maller Show history? I've had kids play Balderdash. I'm trying to remember, like, did we have we had two at the same time? And I don't recall off the top of my I, I Not know, in my time here. Well, not in your time, but I, unfortunately I've been doing this longer. Um trying to think. We had we had some great kid Balderdash players back in the day. We had Cleveland Ray that called for a long time and did that. We had him back in the day and some others, but I usually it was always as I remember and I'm probably completely wrong on this, but I remember it's like it would be a kid versus like an older uh, person. So, but we'll we'll have kid balderdash here. It's Friday the thirteenth. Is the world about to end? Andrea has the answer. The sports sorceress. Let's go to her right now in Berkeley, California. Hello, Andrea. Hi, Ben. How are you? Oh, it's Friday the thirteenth. I should ask you. Yeah. I should ask you how I am. Yes, quite powerful, actually. Not only is it Friday the 13th, it's the new moon solar eclipse in Cancer. So we have a super new moon. We have Friday the 13th. So I actually think it's a powerful time. I think that, you know, there's just a lot of kind of superstitions around Friday the 13th. And it was interesting, the tweet I sent you, um, this year Friday the 13th only appeared twice. The first one was last April. The most times that the 13th will fall on a Friday in any given calendar is three, while the longest period without it is 14 months. Ooh, so you can go a whole year without yeah. having Friday the 13th, huh? Yeah, yeah, so it's interesting. So, um, you know, like I'm sure you've heard like some places don't have, you know, the 13th floor or gate number 13. I mean, there's a lot of superstition yeah. around that but well, i believe- and, th- and a lot of those are lies is right. i lived in a building that had 13 floors but uh-huh. they, the floor number one they put like uh it was i forget what they put it was like a letter 
You know, and then they had they said it was twelve stories. It was actually thirteen stories, and they, the first letter was like L for lobby or something like that. It was oh, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they kind of went around that. That's interesting. Yeah, I was just doing some research. You know, twelve signs of the zodiac, twelve months in a year. So twelve is like more complete and commonplace. But I think thirteen is powerful. So we don't fear um, Friday the thirteenth. I think the full moon. Uh, rather, the new moon solar eclipse in Cancer is bringing up rather a lot of emotional feelings and some power struggles. Um, that said, um, Mercury is not retrograde till July 25th, but it's in its shadow period. So things are Ooh. starting to slow down, get a little funky. So I'd be a lot more concerned about that. Now, what are the stars, what do they say for our friend here, Roberto, who's taking over for Danny G? Should, he, should I be concerned about Roberto? Are there, there are good things or bad things in the stars for Roberta. Oh, good question. When's Roberto's birthday? December 10th, 1980. 1980. Oh, right. oh, sa- oh, Sagittarians? Oh, they're great. They're happy-go-lucky. That's right. They're the best. <laughs> oh, they look- well, no, he's always smiling. I will. I, you're right. He's always got a <laughs> yeah. smile on his face. He's very happy. Yeah, yeah my, my colleagues always joke, oh, next life will be Sagittarians. They're really easygoing. Everything's an adventure. They're really jovial and open-minded. They, they're very freedom-loving and truthful. Yeah. So I think that that should be kind of an upbeat uh, energy for the show. All right, well, that's very nice. And if you want to know more about this here, and I, I want to point out, just to give her, not that she needs any help here because Andrea is great, but she correctly predicted the demise of Weed Man Hippie because Mercury in yeah. retrograde, you were all over that story, Andrea, and uh, I give you full credit on that. It was a tremendous job by you. No one else had that. No one saw that coming. You did. Uh, And if you want more, follow this woman, this young lady on Twitter, Virgo in service. You're all over TV and radio. You're everywhere, Andrea. Yes, and I always really love calling in your show. I work on charts super late at night, and I just love, like, all the energy of your show. It's really inspiring and creative and fun, so keep up the good Uh, work. Well, thank you. And I want to also point out that this woman is so good here, Andrea, that uh, that Ricky Williams, the NFL guy, stole her her bit, and she he's 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 trying to rip he's trying to you know rip off his people. He's not a trained professional right. like this woman is. Anyway, uh, thank you, Andrea. Appreciate it. there she yes, goes. Thanks, uh, uh, Ben. Right, have, have a good night. Uh, have a good weekend. There she goes, Andrea Virgo in service on Twitter. All right, it is almost here. Can you feel the tension in the studio? The kid version of Balderdash. It is going to be one of the great moments in show history, and we will get to that momentarily from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But right now, Eddie Garcia will get you caught up on everything going on. Eddie. Well, Ben, we'll start with Major League Baseball and check the division races. The Red Sox made it 10 wins in a row with a 6-4 win over the Blue Jays. Mookie Betts had a big Grand Slam home run. Boston's lead on New York atop the AL East remains at three and a half games. The Yankees were able to keep pace with a 7-4 win in Cleveland over the AL Central leading Indians. Phillies are now on top of the NL East thanks to a 5-4 win over the Orioles. They're now a half game up on Idle Atlanta. Diamondbacks lose to the Rockies 5-1 while the Dodgers defeat the Padres 3-2. So LA moves into first place in the NL West. A half game up on 
Arizona. Brewers fall to the Pirates 6-3. Milwaukee's lead on Idle Chicago for the NL Central's top spot is down to one game. Astros fall to the A's 6-4. Mariners lose to the Angels 11-2, so Houston still has a three-game lead on Seattle for the top spot in the AL West. NBA news for agent guard Isaiah Thomas has reportedly agreed on a one-year $2 million deal with the Denver Nuggets. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Oh, by the way, I just realized your people are pointing out, what about the Coop Scoop? So we got to do that as well. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. Well, let's get right to that then. All right, well, that's right. Let's do that. Thank you, Eddie. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Hooray for Hollywood and the Koopa Loop. What's going on in entertainment? Well, Ben, first I want to point out there is a new stand-up special for one of my favorite uh, stand-up comedians. Bill Cosby. No. Okay. Uh, Jim Jeffries. Uh, Jim Jeffries. Yes, right. it's called uh, This Is Me Now. It is available on Netflix as of right now. Now, we did not have a, a, a coop scoop last week, so I, I do have to catch up a little bit. The second season of Glow is available on Netflix right now. I've been watching a little bit of that, a few episodes. It is just as uh, funny and, uh, you know, there's uh, some, some nice eye candy in that show as well. Very uh, 80s vibe. And if you're ever into, like, the whole uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, you know, it's based on a, an actual, uh, you know, wrestling outfit from back in the 80s. It's a very funny show with Mark Marin. I would, I would uh, check it out. And Allison Brie as well. And uh, also the second uh, season of Luke Cage, the Marvel series on Netflix. That no, is no idea what that is. It's a superhero. Then. Okay. Uh, but what I do want to point out, uh, another thing that I... Didn't mention last week because we didn't have Coop Scoop. Uh, it was a new TV show on HBO. It's taken over since Westworld is uh, now over, the season anyway. Uh, taking that time slot on Sunday nights is a new show on HBO. It's called Sharp Objects, and it stars Amy Adams. And uh, I watched the the premiere, and it was uh, it's very good. I'm looking forward to it. It's a, kind of a... a creepy kind of... Uh, it's kind of got a, a true detective kind of vibe to it. So I would uh, I would definitely check that out if you have HBO. It's Sharp Objects, and that is on Sunday. So you'll be seeing the uh, the second episode this week. You can catch up before then. Hey, cool. Can you get me into the, doing a, a comedy roast of Bruce Willis? I would like to go to that. Can you get me in there? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let me just uh, contact call, my uh, call Comedy Central. Seriously. Yeah, I'd like know, my, to go. My connections. I, lo- I love those comedy roasts. I think they're so fun. I'd like to be part of that. They are. And yeah. uh, one one last thing that I want to point out, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Premiering on Monday at uh, 8 p.m. on HBO is a documentary that uh, you might be interested in. I'm actually very interested in it. Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind. And uh, that will be on HBO Monday, 8 p.m. And uh, that is Coop Scoop. All right. Thank you for that, Koopa Loop. Very, very nice. Well, let's talk about television and all this. Let me remind you, if you would like to see the difference... With the ViewSonic High Brightness 4K Ultra HD Projector, with ViewSonic, you can enjoy your favorite shows, movies, sports, or games in Ultra HD day or night on a screen up to 300 inches, featuring a longer lamp life of 15,000 hours and HDR content support. Pretty cool, right? You have an opportunity. Here is your chance to win a prize package. Listen to this. It's like old school radio. You can win a prize package. It includes a ViewSonic 4K Ultra HD projector, a 120-inch projector screen, gaming system, 
and a soccer game. You got speakers, headphones. All you have to do, visit foxsportsradio.com right now. That's foxsportsradio.com to enter and get the rules for this fantastic prize package. It's really, really cool. View Sonic, see the difference. All right, here we go. It's Kid Balder Day. It's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Kid. Balderdash. Kid. What the hell is Kid. this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it. It's going to be one of the great moments in show history. Let's welcome in our combatants, the next generation of sports talk radio calling greatness, making their mark at a young age of 12 years old, about to entertain the masses and find out once and for all who the smartest 12-year-old in the Maller Militia is. Let's welcome in our contestants. First of all, we don't have a defending champion, but he has been one of the stars of the summer on the Ben Maller Show from Northern California. We welcome in kid caller Antonio. Hello, Antonio. Hello. Welcome to the show. Now, Antonio, what's your, in school, what grade are you going into after summer? Uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade, all right. And what's your favorite subject in school? What do you do really good at? Uh, all, all of it. All of it. This guy, the guy's a genius. Look at this kid's a genius. There's no weaknesses in his game. What are you talking about? All right, very good. Hold on, Antonio. And you will be going against Jay who is listening to us in Panama Beach City, Florida. Good morning, Jay. Oh. Hey, Jay. What's going on? And, and you're all, are you also going in the seventh grade, Jay? Yes, sir. You are. All right. Very good. And what are you? Still what's, calling you sir. Uh, it's respect. My, my name's Ben, but he can call me sir if he wants. And, Jay, what's your, your favorite subject in school? What do you like? What do you get? What do you do well in? Jim. Jim, all right. Ah, I was okay. good at that, too. The guy's Adonis, Eddie. This guy, Jay's Adonis. He's great at gym. And, and what subject are you kind of like, yeah, like, I was bad at math. What are you? What, what's your, like, worst subject in school? Math. Yeah, math, yeah. You're like me. I was really good at gym, too, you know, as long as I was sitting on the sidelines. All right. All right. Uh, very good, uh, guys. Hold on a sec. This is going to be great. Uh, let me put you both on the air. So, uh, young guys, uh, here, here's the way it works here. Uh, there are three categories. The value of each question is two, four, six, eight, and a thousand dollars of fake radio money, guys. Fake radio money. Your name is your buzzer. So what that means is, I'll read the question. If you want to answer, if you know the answer, you just have to shout out your name. Okay, that's all you have to do. And then you each get one lifeline. And so if you want a little extra help, it's like a cheat. It's a way to cheat even though you should not cheat in school. But on this game, we allow you to cheat on one question, okay? All right, here are the categories. Who's the boss, legend of the game, and hoops mascot mania? Those are the categories. Antonio, you were on the air first, so pick one of those categories. Uh, wait, what was the second one? I want to pick Le- the second one. Legend of the game. All right, we picked number two, legend of the game. Okay, both you guys can answer this. And you listening as you drive around, you listening in your, your radio, however you're listening. Here we go. Legend of the game. These athletes have all set records, all-time records in their respective sport, okay? For $200, here's the first question. This trick shot helped the Giants, or a trick shot, rather, helped 
this giant become the NBA's all-time leading scorer? Antonio. Ooh, both tried to answer. That's a good sign. Koopa Loop, who tried? Who got in first? Then? Antonio. Antonio. So the trick shot is a sky hook, and it was and it was created by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow! Nice. Look at you. Nice. I screwed it up, and you, you didn't even need to answer that first part, but you got it right. You're right. The sky hook, the most unstoppable shot in the history of sport. Uh, amazing. All right, question number two uh, for $400. Bring in the goons for the NFL leader in passing yards, the all-time leader in passing yards. Jay. Jay is going to give it a shot. Jay. Well, let me say Aaron Rodgers. He's going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Is he right? No. All right. That's fine. That's uh. What about you, Antonio? You want to answer or pass? Uh, Peyton Manning. Oh, he got it. That's Peyton Manning. You got it right. Good job by you. All right. Legend of the game for 800. Known by his nickname, his airness. This basketball legend of the 1980s and 90s was perfect in the NBA Finals and still sells a ton of shoes even today. Antonio. Antonio. Michael Jordan. Wow, he got it right again. All right. Jay's got some work to do, but there's still plenty of time to get back. Legend of the game is the category. You're listening to Kid Balderdash. We've got Antonio in Northern California, Jay in Panama Beach City, Florida. A couple of 12-year-olds duking it out. $800. His name is infamous for the top pitching award despite being Major League Baseball's all-time leader in most losses? Mm. 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 Interesting. This is a tough one. You guys both have your lifeline if you want, or you can pass. Five, four, three. Pass. Pass. Uh, two, one. All right, yes. Yeah. Cy Young. They give out the Cy Young Award. Oh, oh my God. That's all right. That's uh, okay. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, he's, he was actually a real person, and he has the most wins and most losses in the history of baseball. That guy, Cy Young, he pitched you know way before any of us were alive. Uh, all right, we'll close out this category. We'll keep it going with Balderdash, though. $1,000. Here's another legend from the 1980s and the 1990s. He scored the most goals in NHL history and wore number 99. You're both going to break Eddie Garcia's you heart. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> Tearing up a little bit right now. You're on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> uh, Jay, Antonio, either one of you guys, you want to give it a shot? Uh, no, I don't think they, All right. Uh, Eddie? Uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky, yeah, the Wayne, great one. Wayne Gretzky. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. You played for the Islanders? <laughs> The Oilers, very close. Same colors as the uh, Islanders. All right, hold on a sec here. We'll have more. What's the score here, Cooper? It's, it's one-sided. But, hey, Jay, I've seen some bigger comebacks than you need here, Jay. So all you need, you got to get that first one right, then you're off to the races, okay? Cali got okay. better beaches than Florida. <laughs> oh, man. He's talking smack now. Uh, see, Jay, you're going to have to throw it back in his face now, Jay. Ah, uh, you're beating. How dare you? All right, we'll have more, oh, we'll have more Kid Balderdash. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. What's up with that? <laughs> 
The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Oh, the reviews are great. People are loving Balderdash. The kid version of Balderdash, Antonio and Jay throwing it down. Tyler says, these kids are killing it. And then he quoted Antonio here. Cali's got better beaches than Florida. A lot of uh, very positive comments here for both these young men. All right, let's get back to it. Here we go. It is Kid Balderdash. We've got Jay in Panama Beach City, Florida. His dad's a big fan of the show, and, and Jay's a good sport to go along with. And we got Antonio in Northern California, and he's got – the spunk and the trash talk and all that. These guys are going back and forth. All right, kids, you're both back on the air. Hold on a sec. Oh, boy, that's, they don't want to put that line on. All right, you're both you're both there, kids. All right, here we have categories left. We have who's the boss and hoops mascot mania. Antonio, where do you want to go here, Antonio? Who's mascot mania? Hoops mascot mania. Okay, guys, your name is your buzzer again. I will name the NBA mascot. You name the team they represent, okay? Very simple. $200. Lucky the Leprechaun. Antonio. Antonio. Celtics. That is is correct. All right, Boston Celtics, you're right. $400. This will be the easiest. Gentlemen, this will be the easiest one on the the whole board here. Chuck the Condor. Who? Uh. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on. Chuck the Condor! What is that? Come on! Antonio? Yes! Clippers? Yeah! He said with a question mark at the end. No, he knew it! He knew it was the Clippers! He knew it was the Clippers based off your reaction. Nah, nah, nah. He knew it. All right, let's keep it going here. It's Kid Balderdash. We've got, let's see here. Uh, How about $600? Uh, I'll name the NBA mascot. You name the team they represent. Rocky the Mountain Lion. Uh, Antonio. Oh, Antonio again, yes. Denver Nuggets. Look at him. He's on a roll. Eight, $800. $800, uh, kids. A Stuff the Magic Dragon. Jay. Jay. Oh, Jay. Uh, I forgot my name for a sec. What? What's that, Jay? Is it the... um? Magic? Yeah! yeah! He's on the board. Yeah, you can put it on the board. Yeah! Way to go, Jay. That is correct. The Orlando Magic stuffed the Magic Dragon. Dragon, all right. $1,000. Here we go. Last one. Hoops Mascot Mania. I'll name the NBA mascot. You name the team they represent. And we've got a couple of 12, 12-year-old kids here playing Balderdash. $1,000. Go the Gorilla. Go the Gorilla. Antonio. Antonio. All right, he got that one right away. Last category, we'll get as many of these as we can. Who's the boss? Uh, I will name the, the the sport. You name the head executive in that sport. For $200, this person known as the judge, jury, and executioner of the NFL. Ooh. Uh, the guy who gets booed a lot. Yeah, well, that's, that's, true. that's true, Antonio, but uh, no. Uh, Jay, you got an answer, Jay? No? Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, these, these are a little tough. Uh, Rog, Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. There's no way they get the rest of these. You don't think so? How about, we can try it. All right. Uh, $400. Basketball players are known to walk all over this commissioner of the Antonio. N- Antonio. Adam Silver. Oh, in your face, go In your face. In your face. Antonio uh, seems to know his NBA stuff. I guess. Uh, we don't know. We don't have enough time. We're going to end it right here. What is the – well, we don't really need to give the final – it's a lot to a little. It's a yeah. lot to a little. Yes. That's yeah. all you need to know. Antonio, you won a – you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, yeah. That is the Charlotte Bobcat. Oh, no. Nah, <laughs> all right. I'm going to give I'm going to give you two golden tickets Antonio. I'm going to give Jay one for being a good sport. Thank you both for listening. Good job by you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.